listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Canna Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com. Like trying to explain Saddam Hussein wasn't the same Arab who was driving the planes It's a derailed train We gotta try to stop it Just follow the money and lead straight to somebody's pocket The bell tolls for those getting rich That's what they stole Using our own tax money to promote their own goals The story makes no sense It's got too many holes Now I'm revealing the truth Like a government mole Nah, I ain't a follower That just ain't my role Time to unite my 93 Come on boys, let's roll Time to get them Turn off the TV Hey guys, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear 
the inmates run the insane asylum.
is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Now here we go for another night of the First 52 on Raz Radio Live. You are joining us live from FEMA Region 4 in Lexicon Studios. Of course, up at the other studio joining us would be, uh, I don't know, we haven't ever named that studio, have we, honey? Four Toad Studios. Four Toad Studio. The Toadless Studio. It's not Toadless, it's just... <laughs> Nine Toad. Oh, that's right. He does have some toes. We got you there, Four Toad. <laughs> some toes. <laughs> some toes. Some Toad Studio. Some, some, some Toad Studio. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Some Toad. Some Toad Studio. Four Toad. For the, oh my goodness. I'm a little tongue-tied right there. That was kind of strange. It's all the Toad. It's, it's all the Toad talk. How was your day, Dave? Fantastic. Fantastic? Fantastic. I took my last bit of mushrooms today, and uh, fantastic. <laughs> An early one, so you could be prepared for the show tonight, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I do them again, I'm going to kind of change things around a little bit. I find I, this the last two times, I kind of just laid in bed because I was tired. and I don't, It's because I didn't eat at all. I think. I want to go out and experience shit. I want to, and I also, the next time I do it, I'm going to do it with somebody because doing it alone is, has shot its load. <laughs> yeah. It shot its load doing it's not it alone? a graphic, kind of. Yeah, well, you know, uh, again, I, I did this as an experiment and I would have to say the experiment was successful and I just, I would rather do it the next time, you know, I'd rather like be out somewhere hanging out and being social because that's kind of really, what happens to me, at least, when I'm tripping is like, wow, I just want to be around people. You get social. How about that? Weird. Maybe yeah, opposite reaction happens on that? I don't know. Well, no, because everybody's reaction is different with it. You know, it, it all depends on... He's kind of antisocial. Yeah, he is antisocial, though, that's for sure. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I'm antisocial now. Mm-hmm. I used to be the head of the party uh, years ago. I just, you know, kind of gotten reclusive over the last couple of years because... You know, the way my life was and i'm going to turn that around and i'm going to you'll see i'm going to be mr social again going to be mr social again you'll yeah. see i'm going to make everybody proud <laughs> i'm going to be the one that everybody wants to hang out with <laughs> yep once again except you know i won't have as much money as i did last time <laughs> <laughs> you know what i realized that you couldn't hear any of the music or stuff could you i was actually just typing you that <laughs> i just remembered that remind me uh when we do breaks to bring that up so you know where we're at okay sounds good uh, that way we can keep up with that. So, here we are. Um, God, this is actually our 20th episode of uh, the first 52 on Raz Radio. I don't really? know if anybody, yep, I didn't know if anybody knew that or not. Uh, I do track the, you know, when I put it up, I put episode one through whatever. 
Uh, so uh, it's a milestone for us, I think. Uh, I know there's a few shows missed in there, uh, so it's been more than 20 weeks. Uh, there was the sick show that never got posted. <laughs> that was a lovely, lovely show. It was horrible. Why did you even do that? Oh, uh, I don't. I still have it on tape. I, I just never posted it. Maybe one day I'll put it out just to uh, make fun of myself with. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, I guess we go back in history, back to when I was working with Johnny. Um, that puts about, uh, I don't know, it makes I think that puts me about 60 shows almost. Nice. Yeah, so uh, that's a, a nice feeling. Uh, for yeah, anybody yeah. listening who doesn't know about the changes at Radio I.O., um, they're going to be done at 8 o'clock at night from now on. Uh, uh, Scott Ledger, Dangerous Conversation, will be from 2 to 6. So... What we are going to do is we're going to start um, slowly bringing live programming during the week. Uh, we're going to do some 8 o'clock shows. Uh, Salty Talk has already been going, uh, doing his shows in the, in the uh, early evenings. Uh, 6 o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock, depends upon which day of the week it is. Uh, and anybody out there that wants to do a show, I've had a few people reach out to me. Um, so uh, send me an email at seanraz at tf52.com and uh, express your interest. And uh, we're gonna fill everything on a first serve, first come, or first come, first serve basis. What were you gonna say there, Dave? I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, I thought you were to say something when I said that. No, uh, I was gonna correct you, but you got it. You got it. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> so that's uh, that's some housekeeping update for you guys. Uh, hopefully, that means uh, we'll be able to provide you with some live content when it's not there, and that's what our whole goal is uh, to start with. <clears throat> I don't know. There's been so much news. Oh, for you guys listening and don't know, we're going to have our favorite on this evening. Dave, are you excited? <sighs> I was really hoping he was going to come on next week. That way I could avoid the, the situation. But um, he's coming on this week, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> he's absolutely not wrong. He's, he's right. Yes, Brad, you will be able to tell me that live tonight, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it, but I know what it was. <laughs> That's right. You can't hear it. I got to get all. I can't wait to get that separate so you can hear everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good guess. I'm, I'm sure you know exactly what it was. <laughs> right. I know exactly what it was. And if you play, if you play it more, consider yourself uh, lucky, Dave. Consider right. Right. I was going to say, if you play it more, your wife is going to get mad. <laughs> I just want to say something uh, on record now. I love it that they call you Lexi's husband. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fucking to do that. I'm gonna try to refer to you like that as Lexi's husband. Thanks, Dave. Lexi's husband. I yeah. appreciate it. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> Although I like the shirt idea that they had last night. So high, you're, you're high, I'm higher than chemtrails. High as a chemtrail? No, not that one. I like the the uh, the uh, Lexi's husband's radio network. I told right. her. She, I told her she needed to get that donate domain name. Don't forget to check out Lexi's husband's radio station. <laughs> it's on a T-shirt somewhere. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that. Uh, I know you heard this because I did it on Shannon's show. Hopefully, not everybody listening listened to Shannon's show this week. Um, did you hear the uh, the Biden Biden calling for a new world order? I don't give a shit about. No, I didn't hear that, but. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of that. Not afraid of that. Oh, that's right. We had this discussion. Dave wants to have a one-world government. I think it would be better. I don't like any government at all, but I think one is better than two hundred. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to trash Biden. They're like best friends. 
They're best good friends. Best good no, friends. No, I don't like Biden at all. I think he's a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let our listeners hear this real fast. You won't be able to hear it, Dave. Yeah, he'll That's be able right. to hear this. Oh, good. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order because the global order is changing again. And the institutions and the rules that worked so well in the post-World War II era for decades, uh, they need to be strengthened, and some have to be changed. So we have to do what we do best. We have to lead. We have to lead. We have to update the global rules of the road. We have to, we have to do it in a way that maximizes benefits for everyone, because obviously it's overwhelmingly in our interest. This is not a zero-sum game. It's overwhelmingly in our interest that China prosper, that Mongolia prosper, that nations big and large, east and west. We have to level the playing field. Just, just pause that. So I got to address that right there. Just pause that. Go ahead. He, did you hear what he said? Yeah, we need Mongolia and China to prosper. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not what he said. It's overwhelming our interests that China prospers, that this one prospers. In other words, we have to prosper before they do. And we're going to lead, which means we're going to rule. And uh, and that's just, that's unfair. That's, that, that's, that's. Uh. I, I think he said it's overwhelmingly in our interests. Back it up a little bit. Okay, let's see. Can you do that? Yeah, of course. China prosper. That a little more. Overwhelmingly in our interest. This is not a zero sum game. A little more. A little more. We have to do it in a way that maximizes benefits for everyone. Because obviously, it's overwhelmingly in our interest. This is not a zero sum game. It's overwhelmingly in our interest. See, it's that overwhelming our interest. China prosper. That, that China prospers. Mongolia. That Mongolia prospers. prospers. That in other words, somebody else is. Can you hear me? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's saying that we can't have it if somebody else does good, despite the fact that you know uh, we're spo- it's supposed to be free and open market, right? And no, they don't want that, so they're going to use your tax dollars to buy weapons to make sure that you keep those countries down. That's the definition of new world order. Yeah, well, and and they want to keep. Uh, are they really referring when they say our interest? Do they mean the U.S. or do they mean? the banking elite no yeah it's our interest ours meaning you know the people in charge it's not it's not my interest if you uh hold back china and mongolia because that's where we get some cheap goods from you know and because we get they make cheap goods it makes us make cheap goods you know that's healthy competition what what he's talking about right there is cutting out the competition so that we can rule fuck that guy yeah i don't like biden at all he's a freaking retard uh, yeah, so and I don't like the the whole talk of a new world order anyway. Um, I don't like the idea. I believe in our constitution and I believe in our form of government. Um, I saw a post from Popeye. I think it was today. He said, or maybe even yesterday. He said, uh, "The system isn't broken. It was made to work this way." Exactly. But the. It's- it's like it's like the mafia. You can't change the mafia from the inside. You have to. Eliminate it. Eliminate the mafia. You can't make a or you know, there's there's a bunch of different ways you can eliminate the mafia. Go on. Because the mafia used, uh, you know, dealt in illegal things. You know, it's it's because certain things are illegal. And if if things weren't illegal, there wouldn't be a mafia. Prostitution, (laughs) gambling, 
uh, drugs. If it was legal, it wouldn't be a, a need for a mafia to control it. Exactly. I follow you. I follow you. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, our, our even though the system, as he said, it was it's made to do this, it's not the system we started our country with. It's been allowed to be changed, and we're not following the system we're supposed to. We're not fo- following the basic rules that have been laid out to allow this government to work properly. Right. They're not following the rules that we the people, first 52 words of the Constitution, we the people set instructions for them to follow. They're not following. So it's our duty to get rid of them. It is our duty. Right. Uh, it says that right in the Constitution. And exactly. So but, why don't you know, we? You and others are like, well, no, we still need a government to do this. and we No, no, no. No, we don't. We could have leaders do things, but we don't need rulers. Okay, but if you... <laughs> no, I don't want to get into this argument again, because we got into this before, because uh, the government is the leaders. It's supposed to be the leaders, not the rulers. So if we could return the government to the way it was supposed to be, they would be leading and not ruling. They'd be following the rules we have in place. They'd be doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. Uh, the, Lysander Spooner said this in the, I think, the late 1800s. And I, I'm going to paraphrase here, but it was something about the Constitution, how it was... Oh, shit, what did he say about the Constitution? It's a flawed document, and it, it either gave them the power to do this or could not prevent them to do, to do this. In other words, um, the Constitution is a flawed idea because it can't do anything. Now, but don't you rely on the Constitution when you get into argument about guns, for, per se? It's, remember, it's constitutionally protected right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the government's supposed to do is protect these rights, which they're not. Because, you know, what does it say? The, you know, the, the, the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed, but yet they're infringed all the time. In oh, fucking Chicago, you can't even own a pistol. No, you cannot. And that brings up, actually, a good story that I have. We talked about this also earlier this week. Um, latest example of anti-Second Amendment hysteria reaches new levels of absurdity. The uh, police confiscated a man's gun over his son making threats to go to his friend's house, to his, his bully's house, with a water pistol. This gentleman received a phone call from the licensing department in the state of New York telling him that his carry permit was now revoked and that the police would be there to pick up his weapons. Isn't this the guy that actually from Jersey? Or, or is this a, this is a different one, right? This is a different one. This is not the one with the picture on Facebook. This one was in Suffolk County. Suffolk County, Long Island? Uh, yes. Suffolk, yeah, Suffolk, S-U-F-F-O-L-K County. Suffolk County. All right, well, does it say a town? <clears throat> uh, let me just read it here. In the latest example of a gun hysteria, police in New York State confiscated a man's firearms and revoked his pistol license after his son threatened to use a water pistol against bullies who had ta- taunted his friends at school. Comac, uh, Comac, that way. Comac. Comac. Comac resident John Meyer is now pursuing legal action after Suffolk County police visited his home and threatened to embrace, uh, embarrass him in front of his neighbors before confiscating Meyer's handguns and rifles, firearms worth around $6,500. Oh, I had to take a breath there. 
Mayer also had his pistol license revoked and was told and was told it would be restored when his son reached 18 years of age and moved out of his home. The police visit steamed from a March 1st incident at Pines Elementary School in uh, Hop a hug. Thank you. Hop a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Myers' ten-year-old son discovered that some of his friends had been bullied by other other boys, and there had been a scuffle on the schoolyard. Myers' son discussed a plan with two other boys to bring water pistol, a paintball gun, and a BB gun to the home of the bullies involved in the incident. Despite the fact that the boys involved did not even own any of the guns mentioned. When the school principal found out about the conversation, he suspended Meyer's son for two days and filed a police report. What happened? <clears throat> what the school did was atrocious. Meyer's lawyer, James Mother, M- Muther, it's like motherfucker almost, M-U-R-T-H-A, told the Hapachi uh, Patch, he's a good kid who has been discriminated against severely by the school district. <clears throat> a few days later, Mayer received a call from the pistol licensing office informing him his pistol license had been revoked and that the police would visit his home to confiscate his weapons. To confiscate his weapons. I wish we were playing the drinking game. Well, <laughs> that wasn't that bad. The whole article has been fucked. Well, you got you got jammed up with Comac and Hopog. Yeah, I got some 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 big state uh, town words there. So give me a break here. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very Indian area. That's why you get all those crazy names. Towns and names of people don't count. Remember? Right, right. This is true. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that was a stipulation ever. Oh yeah, that's always yeah. Dave even made oh. that stipulation. He said, "Let's I give him a right break." Right there, right in the chair, right in front of you. Yeah, he, he was here that night. Oh, I wasn't paying attention then. Oh, man, I was that. taking a drink all those times. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no rule saying that you can't. <laughs> that, that's true, too. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I, t- I attempted to explain that this must be a mistake. No wrongdoing occurred on my part. My son has no access to any of my guns. The officer, came, the officer that came to my residence saw that all my guns were secure. Pistols licensed. Licensing was not interested in my side of the story. They were interested in what happened with my 10-year-old son in school. According to Mayer, he was harassed by police who also threatened to interrogate his 10-year-old son without Mayer's permission. Suffolk County Police and the Hapaka, whatever, police... <laughs> Suffolk County, Hopog. Hopog Police School District have refused to comment on the matter besides releasing glib statements. Meyer is now pressing charges against both Suffolk County Police and Hopaka. <laughs> Say it again. Hopog. Hopog School District in federal court. Um, this is merely the last of a long, li- long list of incidents involving. Um, then they go. The article goes into uh, other school incidences where so-called gun threats were made by children. Uh, and children got in trouble for it. So there's a whole... Ten, the kid's 10 years old, right? Yeah, 10 years old. He, he threatens to use a water gun, a paintball gun, and what, a BB gun? Yeah. And they take real guns away from the father? They, they Wait, what, what, what do they keep saying they're not going to do? They're not going to confiscate any guns, right? Right, well, hold on a second. I have a sentiment that I want to okay. uh, say. Fuck New York. <laughs> <laughs> How come I knew you were going to say that? Because they said it in the chat box, too. Oh, well, I'm not in the chat box, so. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't want to live in New York, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm really not happy. that. Well, I'm happy that I'm going up there to see my son and my mother and some other people and, you know, uh, Anarchy and NYC, but 
it's like hostile territory to me at this point, you know? Do you have the list of uh, presenters and artists for uh, Anarchy NYC? Oh, not <laughs> on this page. I have to log into my other account, and it'll probably... I have like 18 tabs open on my other <laughs> profile. It'll probably drain my computer of all its resources. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not right this second. Maybe during one of the breaks you can pull it up. I'm sure I could find it. Yeah, because I'd like to go over who's going to be there. Uh, I know our buddy Frank Castle will be there. I know Rebel Inc. will be there. Um, Adam Koketch is going to be there. Uh, I think Jordan Page is there, if I'm not mistaken. Stefan Molyneux, Michael Shanklin. I'm just looking at just a couple of them here. And I've seen Stefan Molyneux in person. And you've, I know that you've, you've heard. Actually, that's the one guy. Remember, was it a year and a half ago when you had asked me about some of the people? Oh, yeah, it's a, we, the book on right. D.C., right. Stephen Molyneux is the only one uh, DC hasn't gotten yet. And I actually think Stephen Molyneux is a, is a little, little, too, uh, little too intelligent. All right, here, here's the speakers. Do you want to do this now? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, hear, uh, let's bring everybody up to speed. Next week, next Saturday night, uh, Dave will be up in New York. Um, well, he'll be up in New York for more than just Saturday night. But he's going to be visiting with uh, a lot of our friends that we have met through Dangerous Conversation and through Raz Radio. Um, to party with them. So we want to make sure anybody up in the Northeast area that, that uh, wants to get out, um, you can hear who these people are. And uh, Dave's got the list there. So who, who's going to be there, Dave? I'm actually looking at it, and it's, it's, not, it's, not, an, it's not a complete list. I'm, I'm trying to find another one because it has... Oh, uh, okay, here's, here it is. Oh, it even has the times. All right, at 1.30. Start to show off at 1.30 in the afternoon. It's actually that's a practically lunchtime in New York on a Saturday. Now, where is this in, in New York? Yeah, uh, I think it's on the uh, east side. Uh, I don't know the address right now. Okay, but I, I have the tickets out in the fucking coffee table. <laughs> anyway, now that's sold out now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Yep, they opened up. What didn't the high school or uh, Frank say that they uh, opened up like another couple hundred tickets and and it's still sold out? Yeah. All right, so here's the list. The Libertarian Anarchist, and it's spelled A-N-N, so I'm going to assume that's a woman. Chris Cantwell, uh, which I think is a comedian or a funny guy. I've seen, I've seen his shit before. And I think he's been on D.C. Uh, Tracy Diaz, Jeff Berkwick, I don't know, Adam Kokesh, Anthony Antonello, Chase Rachels, Antonio Bueller, John Bush. Those other ones, after Adam, I don't know, but John Bush I've heard of. And then this Emberlea McCullough. I don't know who that person is either. Danny Penzel. Then here's one that I'm look, I'm looking forward to see. Larkin Rose. Um, you've seen uh, America, Freedom to Fascism, right? Only parts of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never sat and watched the whole thing. I, I want to, but I never have. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 amazing that you haven't seen that because that's a uh, that's one of the it's one of like the handful of movies I, I've seen. You know, probably close to a hundred documentaries on various things. And and uh, that movie is one of the handful that fucking get me mad every time I watch it. <laughs> anyway, this guy Larkin Rose is in it, and he's one of the guys that that was protesting the taxes. He's a tax protester, and he's gone to jail for it and shit. So, oh yeah, I know who that is. Okay. Yeah, he's got he's got a pretty pretty. Uh, he's got a good handle on how oppressive things are, but I think is he, he's a little he seems to be a little bit aggressive, like a little bit angry about it. Like he he. One of the things he wrote were uh, uh, when to shoot a cop, hmm. and it's uh, 
Not something that I would, you know, not something that I want to do. But actually, in the article, he says you shoot a cop when, when they're coming into your house, uh, and they're trying to take you away for something that you know you're doing that's not harming anybody. And I still don't think I'd do that. And I'd rather go to jail and fight it out. All right. So anyway, <laughs> after Larkin Rose is Michael Shanklin, which is also another voluntarist that's got uh, like a YouTube presence. Carla Carla Gurki. She is actually the head of the Free State Project. I've actually seen her up in New Hampshire, New Hampshire. when Porkfest. Porkfest. All right, Robert Murphy, Derek Rose, Stefan Molyneux, Dave Cahill sounds familiar, and then Heist Click, Truth Now, Corrected Axiom, and at nine o'clock this time next week, Rebel Link comes on. So I probably won't be calling in. Oh, you're going to have to call in at one point in time. So I might. I might, I might, I might. You can wait. But, They're uh, not going to do a three-hour show. Probably not. So, uh, you know. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. You better call in from there, bugger. You're going to have Cynthia with you, aren't you? Uh, yeah, uh, probably by that time of shit. If we get there at one thirty and Rebel Link's on by 9, I'll have probably gotten drunk, gotten sober, and gotten drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't pass out on your face. Yeah, no falling yeah, down, yeah. no breaking anything, no splitting heads open. Let's try to keep everything intact, okay? We don't yeah. want you coming back with, like, you know, one less finger or something. Or toe. Yeah. God forbid, another toe. Not another toe! You know, when I was hanging out uh, with uh, the Dangerous Conversation crew last night, you, know, you have access to just about anything there, right? Right. Uh, and somebody brought an apple pie moonshine. And I was proud of myself. I, only, I the whole night. I think I only had three beers and a couple of sips of apple pie. And there was that other stuff that I had access to, which is like, nope, I don't want to do that. Well, you know, I was on when I called in last night. I thought you were on Skype. I didn't even know you were in studio until this morning when I put when I put the replay on, and I heard you were in studio. I'm like, Jesus, he's in. Stu- he didn't call and tell me he's in studio. I mean. Uh, no, I, I just I was like, fuck, man, I, I got to see the end of it. I got to I got to just say, uh, you know, goodbye to the nighttime show, because I've been listening to it since day fucking one. I didn't listen to it the Friday night, but I actually heard it that Saturday afterwards because I was an early enlister and I was hooked from that point on. I would venture a guess that I was probably the first person to Facebook him and say that was an awesome show. Hmm. Because I I found him, you know, because it was Scott Legier. I fi- found him on Facebook and I shot him an email uh, or, or a, uh, a message Wait. on Facebook. And I sent Spice an email saying, that show was great. I want to hear that more often. So I was like, and I was blowing smoke up his ass. And uh, I'm not sure, you know, who responded to that first show, but mm-hmm. I definitely responded within like a day or two. Yeah, I, I had um, one of my Facebook guys who's a big Bubba Army guy. When I first got in, involved with the Bubba Army, he uh, he kept suggesting it to me, and I wasn't an early listener. I wasn't a subscriber at the time. I just listened to Bubba's show in the morning, and he. I'm like, well, you know, I don't have the passwords, and finally, I finally did subscribe once I started working with Ledge, but I didn't start listening to Ledge till it went live for free, and mm-hmm. that's when I first heard his show that first day that it went live, and that's when I started calling in all the time, and that's what led to where we sit today. Imagine that, right, right. Well, that meeting that we had up in Sarasota, that get-together, that's yeah. how, that was the first time we all met. Yep. Yeah, first time Dave and uh, you had Mike with you. Uh, whatever happened to Mike? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of fell really off the know. face of the planet. Yeah, I didn't have it with me. We just happened to meet outside. Oh, oh I thought you guys rode together. 
No, no, I drove down and I just met him in the parking lot because, you know, I was, we were texting, like, where the fuck, you know, what was that, uh, was it that Blondie's place or whatever, that sandwich place? Mo- mo- uh, Munchies. Munchies. Munchies 420. Right. Right, which uh, n- none of us could fit in there. That's why we went and we're like, all right, we're going to the bar across the street. We went to steamers across the street. Well, we street. got food from there, though, from Munchies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time, man. That was a really good time. Yeah, I, I still never forget. I just told this story. I don't remember where, where I was telling this story. It was on air somewhere um, of me standing between trying to break you and Ledge up thinking I'm like, stop you two from getting into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, I, I, I that's see, that's cute. the thing is. I wasn't ready to. I I had no desire to fight. I wasn't. I wasn't into that. And I don't think he was either. We were just being passionate, you know. No, you two. When you two discuss something, you get very passionate together. No, it was was the Rebel Inc. show where shit went bad. Well, yeah. Considering even Rebel Inc. Adam brought it up last time we had him on. Yeah, I can't believe you remember that. That 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 just embarrasses me. I can't believe I did something like that. I mean, I, I really, I, I, I like Ledge a lot, and, and more so after we hung out last night, too, because we talked before and afterwards, and we just had a really good conversation. And I thought to myself, man, I was going to punch him in the face. <laughs> like, I, plan, like I, I was looking at him right in the face, like, that's it, that's right here, you know, right at the lower portion, you know, the, the button. I was just going to fucking pop him right in there. And <laughs> I don't, going I don't down tonight. That, right, I don't feel that. I haven't, I haven't wanted to hit somebody in a really long time. And, uh, and I was stone cold sober. That's what bothered me. You know, uh, I can't believe I was sober, and that's what I thought. And that's what I, I made my, my mind up right then and there. I was like, I am not going to fucking to the RNC. I am not ready to be, you know, nonviolent yet. Yeah, have a cop approach you or, or try to do something to you, yeah. That sounds like you're getting to that nonviolent point. Yeah, I, I well, that actually, that uh, that night helped me, you know. And, uh, and, you know, other things have helped me <laughs> to get to that point. Well, I don't know yet because I haven't, you know, asked me at fucking 1030 when I want to, you know, choke Brad. <laughs> oh, I think tonight's going to be a lot of fun with Brad. We're going to do what we do. We bring people on to get their information out. Uh, we will have a little back and forth towards the end of the interview, but we want to yeah, give him his space to talk. Uh, I know there's some people out there that aren't going to want to listen to him. Uh, guys, just, just hang in there. Give us a call if you want to talk with him. You know, get your two cents out if, if yeah, that's let's what you tra- feel. Let's tra- Let's try to be civil. And I want to say, you know, like I, I didn't listen, uh, was it last Thursday, when uh, the guys from 1787 were on? I listened for a few minutes, and I was like, yeah, it's the same old shit. I don't want to get involved because I know what they're, I know what 1787 is going to say. I know what Brad's going to say. I don't need to be into this. Right. But I heard, you know, I, I, I saw it through Twitter and shit that uh, called him a fucking idiot. or so He called him a name. Brad did? No, no, no. The other guy called Brad a name. And I was like, you know what? When you do that, you kind of deflate your, your argument. Your, to me, your whole argument's invalid. If you've got to start using names, right. that means you, I, I don't think you have a firm grasp on what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't get to catch it that night either because Lexi was doing a, a show with uh, Salty. So, uh, fortunately, everything's kind of tied into one system. <laughs> well, you have access to the download. So, you yeah. listen. See, I didn't want to listen to it. I saw, I, I saw what was going on. I was like... I don't need to hear this again. And, and that's another thing is I don't want to even get involved in that tonight. You know, if we're going to do Second Amendment, let's just do it 1050. <laughs> At the very end. Yeah, we'll have a couple minutes to talk about it. Not enough to get anybody pissed off. Uh, I'm not going to change his mind. You're gonna, he's not going to change mine. Well, that's true. I wanted, I kind of sad I read that article, so I wanted to bring that one up with him. But, uh, oh, well, we already did it. Guess we won't yeah. be. Well, uh, he, he's going to have, he's going to be like, good. Yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, that's what he would think I would have to say. 
Um, oh, it's even worse. It sound, uh, here in the chat box, said he called him an asshole. They called Brad an asshole? Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. You can't do that. I mean, he can be an asshole, but if you're having a debate with somebody, that's not the time to call him an asshole. Here's one of the things I don't like about that show. Like, I started listening to it uh, last year at the Rebel Link show because I met those guys, and uh, one of them bought me, actually, the guy who called him an asshole bought me a drink because he said something on air, and then I wound up asking him the, the trivia, uh, answering the trivia question at the bar. And uh, I started listening to the show. And, you know, this is before election, t- election day. And he's just pushing the Libertarian Party, pushing, 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 and you should, you got to go out and vote, and you got to go out and vote this way. And I'm like, this guy is just one, another one of these assholes that are just, my way will fix everything. And he's, you know, his attitude is just as bad as a staunch Republican or staunch, staunch de- Democrat. And I just dismissed it. And I was like, all right, I, I, I don't like these guys because well, they, they, they they're pushing an agenda and calling you names for not, you know, going that way. Well, the name calling I, I have a problem with. But the pushing of the agenda as far as a libertarian agenda, I mean, there's really nothing wrong with that agenda for the most part. I, I really can't can't see much in there that's bad i mean i I believe in libertarianism and i got something pulled up here that has to go with that that i wanted to talk about um so i i get what they're pushing because unfortunately we got to kind of get aggressive with with the libertarianism and the whole idea because of the fact that they've got such a stranglehold on the two-party system to keep it just the two parties and that's i think why he gets so aggressive about pushing it like that so yeah, all right, but but see, that's the thing. He he's he's getting uh, the 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 core beliefs of classic libertarianism is, um, don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you, mm-hmm. right? You do your thing, I'll do mine. But he's kind of saying, I want you to vote this way so that we can all live this this lifestyle, and I don't I don't appreciate that, you know, because listen, the Libertarian Party has been co opted as well. I mean, if you if you do a little more, do a little research. The 2008 um, presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party was um, what's his name? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I got it right in the back of my head too. Bob, yeah, Bob, he, Bob, uh, Bob Barr. Bob Barr, Bob, Bob Barr, Barr, very good. Um, and Bob Barr, if you if you do a little research, was a staunch Republican. He actually led the charge to try to get Clinton impeached because of a fucking blowjob, mm-hmm. and then. In the 2012 election, he said he called for... Now, remember, uh, Johnson was the Libertarian Party candidate, right? Right, Gary Johnson, yes. Gary Johnson, right? Good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, what was I going to say? He got my vote. Oh, so, right, right, yeah, but, but, but Bob Barr said he would vote for, or we should vote for um, the Republican candidate. Right, yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, so you could tell, you know, and again... The libertarian, you know, a party is just, hey, let's do this my way, you know, and I don't, I'm not into that. I want to do it my way. As long as what I do doesn't fuck with you, then leave me alone. I don't care what you do. Okay. Um, I get your point, and I don't want to keep bashing on them. Um, but yeah, that's, I understand why you don't like them, though. Um, that makes sense to me. I wouldn't say I don't like them. I just, I don't want to listen to them. They're not your kind of show to listen to. I got you. Right. I thought it would be because I thought it was right up my alley, but it turns out they, they have an agenda and well, they're, you know, they're screaming at you. About but that's like the one station I've been listening to recently that just does nothing but push Bitcoins constantly. That drives me nuts. So I haven't listened free, to that. Free Talk much. Live? Yeah. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. Yeah. It bothers me too. Free Talk Live, Free State Project, 
You know, dude, I'm not fucking moving up there. I'm not putting my name on a list, on a free state project list, and moving up there. Just not doing it. Well, I, I love wanna, Florida. I don't want to live in New Hampshire either. Exactly. Let's right. start our own little free state project here in uh, in Florida. Well, yeah, you know, we could, but the, the thing is, you know, we will not get anywhere working with the systems. So, all right. So my thing is, I'm going to do my my own thing, and as such, I'm doing my own thing. I'm doing my th- my own thing. The only thing I'm concerned about is if I fuck other people up. What I do in my house uh, to myself is my business. Right. Well, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go out and start shouting from the rooftops, hey, you should do mushrooms and smoke pot and eat you know, healthy or whatever. You know, I'm just saying, this is what I do. You know? And don't stop me from doing it because I haven't hurt anybody. As a matter of fact, I think I'm better because of all the shit that I've been doing lately. Well, you know, <clears throat> you kind of are shouting them from the rooftops, Dave. You do a radio show with me every week. Just saying. Not this is nothing. true, but I, I, try to, <laughs> I try to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> You're not doing a very good job at it, I must say. <laughs> so you hear Glenn Beck is now claiming to be a libertarian? See, there you go. It's co-opted. You know, <laughs> Ten years ago, he was a staunch Republican. Now, because he, you know, you can't, there's no new Republicans to get. The only new people that you can get to pay for your fucking, you know, the Blaze TV uh, is libertarians. Yep, exactly. Let's, uh, this is an eight-minute clip, but I want to do some stop-start through it. So okay. um, let's just go ahead. We'll let it run for about a minute or two first. I want everybody to get a good hear of it. Let me, uh, you can hear that channel, so I don't need to do anything. All right. And now for something completely different. This year, Glenn Beck said he's a libertarian. Glenn Beck? I want him to be libertarian because he's popular. He's got millions of followers. His success on radio and TV gave me hope. He talked about reading Milton Friedman, Frederick Hayek. He opposed the GM bailout. But then he supported TARP. Worse, he said $700 billion in stimulus money is not enough. He supported the Patriot Act warrantless wiretapping and at the republican primary his candidate was the anti-libertarian rick santorum and that wasn't me stopping that's uh of course the lovely computer would not cooperating so uh so glenn now you email me and say i have been moving closer to libertarianism with every day that's good news what do you mean I've, I've always considered myself a uh, libertarian-leaning Republican. I've just completely given up hope on any kind of Republican that would actually get it. The Republican Party is a waste of time. Um, so I haven't really changed a lot of the things that I've believed in. Uh, for instance, you got a few things wrong. I was never for the stimulus. Never for the this, stimulus. This quote, $700 billion is not enough? It's Must not- have been in, in jest because there's no way. I was never for that. Okay. Uh, TARP I was for two days. I came out on a Monday and said, I'm for TARP because it's going to give time for people to prepare because this is going to be really bad. Then I saw them put it together and I saw what they were going to do. And I saw that they were going to just bleed us dry. And I said, by Wednesday, absolutely not. This is another, uh, this is corporate welfare. Uh, the Patriot Act I was for. I was stupid, um, but I was always for the Patriot Act with sunsets, which wasn't far enough, should never give them enough power. I was wrong on that one. Wrong twice now, he admits. Well, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. No? Because no. 10 years ago, you and I were you know, 180 degrees different. Mm-hmm. You know, Weren't bomb like- those fuckers, make it into a parking lot, fuck Bin Laden, America. Yep, very true. There, it wasn't up until, well, I guess it's five years now almost for me uh, that I've realized 
where I was wrong. So I guess uh, we all learn our lessons, maybe. But let's continue to see what Mr. Beck has to say. <laughs> Hold on a second. What? Mike just texted, I couldn't keep my mouth shut if I sewed it. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah, yeah. Right, here, I have a problem. <laughs> here we go. This wiretap's absolutely wrong on it. Again, I was caught up in the whole war thing, completely foolish to trust uh, uh, government. So what I said to you in that email, John, was the only thing I've really changed was slowly but surely I've lost my entire faith in government having any answer or being square or decent at all. I don't believe that they um, have the individual um, at heart. I believe they have their power at heart. It was foolish of me to think otherwise. And why Santorum? Uh, oh, sorry, I hit pause that time by accident. Um, well, that one was because I believe that um, he was the only one out there that really kind of understood the war that uh, this government was waging on um, religion, in particular uh, this administration. I wasn't happy with any of the candidates. In the end, I was supporting Romney. Um, I wasn't happy with any of them. I thought all of them, except for Newt Gingrich, were much better than the choice of Obama. That's what I was going for. Okay, so, and part of your journey towards liberty, the drug war. When I interviewed you when I was in 2020, you said, we just can't legalize this stuff. You've changed I still your don't mind? Think that, no, no, no. I still don't think we Come on. Right, well, we're skipping can here. Huh? Legalize All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't see that. That's actually what the beginning of Johnny's show sounded like. It just I was like, I know he's got good equipment, and I know somewhere along the line, it was fucking up his, his show. I'm sure it was a station end, more than likely, like we yeah. were talking earlier. Uh, all right, let me see if this reset here. So we're get, we're getting into the drug war now, and he still doesn't think we can legalize it based on what he was just saying, stuttering wise. Yeah. Let's see if this thing caught up. Of course, my computer always does this crap this stuff. You've changed I still your don't mind? think that. No, no, no. I still don't think we can legalize it overnight. Um, I am a. Um, uh, I re I believe in reverse engineering this. The drug war is a failure. Um, in my um, my understanding of where I'm at now, John, is not that we can um, that people will be any better with drugs than you know what we are i mean i'm i'm an alcoholic a recovering alcoholic so i speak from experience here what my problem is is not the people using the drugs it's the people who will then see a drug user in the street and force me to pay for rehabilitation for that person if that per which shouldn't happen in my opinion why would <sighs> Uh, that's where this whole thing comes crazy because if we're going to legalize drugs, we're going to make all drugs. You know, you have the right to do what you want to do to your body across the board. All drugs. I'm good. I'm game for that. And that's what I feel too. Um, you have the right to do whatever you want to your body. If we're going to have pharmaceuticals out there that are doing more damage than most of the street drugs do, um, why are they legal? Why are they okay to have? Uh, so that's that's a problem there. Uh, as far as why would we have to pay for the drug abuser in the street to get rehab? I see. I wouldn't mind that. You know, I would. Well, again, voluntarily, or I mean, whatever. Even if it's by taxes, it's still way less than the to drug treat war. it as a as a as a as a, a quote unquote sickness than a crime. 
Because what happens when you go, you know, let's, Sean, you and me uh, can easily be one of these stories. You know, somebody comes into the house, sees something outside, you got a five-year-old kid, bam, you're in jail. Your whole life is ruined from that point on. Yeah, oh, I agree with you 100%. I oh, mean. And, and if both of you are involved in it, they could take your kid away. Because, I, 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 you know, this is not this is not a conspiracy thing. It happened last two weeks ago. Yep, it did. And did uh, we, well, let's get through this. I, I, I want to get the third hour. Let's try to find some articles on what happened with them because – I've heard I've heard so many different stories now on that whole story that we need to dig into that a little bit more um, mm-hmm. and find out what really happened. Because I heard that they never left the states; they were actually in Kentucky and all this other stuff. So uh, just rumors and, and BS going around, I'm sure. But it's just uh, just goes to show you that it, it's it's it can destroy your life and, and make you do crazy things, maybe things you wouldn't have normally done by by right. them and doing what they do for it. It's not the substance that's ruining your life. It's the law enforcement and the law uh, makers that are ruining your life. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Because people do crazy things to get around law enforcement and get unhealthy or unsafe drugs or use things that they, they make up their own drugs out of things that are legal, you know? Right. Huffing paint? Come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, let's hear what else he has to say. Let's hear what else he has to say. Oh, and Billy said they called him a piece of shit. Uh, whatever, you know, yeah. piece of shit, asshole, maybe both. Who knows? Whatever, you know, you belittle yourself when you, you invalidate your argument when you start calling somebody names because it just means you can't handle the conversation. You're in the street and force me to pay for rehabilitation for that person. If that person wants to kill themselves um, by using drugs, that's their business. And I have... I... God, I hate you gotta, that. You've got to start have down. no problem with that. I know. The clarity has come that um, we are out of money. We don't have any money. This is clearly working as well as Prohibition did. What are we doing? Stop. And some libertarians were hassling you, demanding some oh, litmus yeah, they, test? I mean, look, the, you know, the thing is, is that somebody said, you know, you're hijacking the libertarian. You're hijacking the libertarian. Hijacking what? What? Hijacking what? Uh, jo- um, um, Forto? Jesus. My brain they're is hijack- not with me. They're, they're hijacking, the, you know, the classic libertarian party. Like I said, they're, they're being co-opted. You, you, know? you think? Like the, tea, the original Tea Party... Uh, stood for uh, some cool shit, and then Glenn Beck got involved, mm-hmm. and some re- Republicans got involved, and blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, what the message of the Tea Party turned out to be uh, an offshoot of the message of the Republican Party. So you think? Gonna- yeah, I was going to say. Do you think uh, that's what he's up to here? He's uh, just like he, he jumped into the Tea Party and totally screwed that up. You think he's going to try to do the same thing here with the Libertarian? Absolutely. Makes There's not sense. a thing that I trust about Glenn Beck. That makes sense. Makes absolute sense. He he even admits he's an entertainer. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. If 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 you can you know bullshit people into following you, uh, you know buyer beware. You know people are unfortunately people are lemmings. Well, that's why I like follow what, somebody. That's why I like what we do and and what Ledge does and you know all these other people out there. We're not trying to make anybody be something they're not we're just trying to show a different viewpoint 
and inform people of what's really going on and what, what we see in the news. Do you have to believe us? Do you have to think we're right? Do you have to follow what we say? Hell no, you don't. Not at all, yeah. You can do whatever you want. And yeah, I think hope- for yourself. And, and part of the reason why I say some of the shit that I say is I want somebody to prove me wrong. I want them to look up. And, you know, I, I, I can easily be proved wrong on certain things because if I come across bad information, you know, I'm, I'm the first person to say, yeah, you know what, that, that's, that's, that's right, I was wrong. You're right, Dave. That's all we do. That's all we want people to do is look up and see the chemtrails. Just I look up and coming. see the chemtrail. <laughs> I saw your face after you said look up. You're like, God damn it, I just stepped into that one. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> Although I understand that uh, in the third hour, you actually have some chemtrail-related or geoengineering stories to talk about. Well, I have one geoengineering story, and I have a feeling you're going to play a video about that girl that was at the Atlanta last week. And I already am prepared to... Uh... Well, I wasn't. I have no clue what video you're talking about, but I'll have to find it now. Really? Yeah, which video? I think, uh, I, I'm not sure. I think, uh, I'm not sure if Trucker Mike was the first one that pushed that video out. Um, but I, I, you know, within like a day, I saw it popping up all over the place. And uh, I got to say, honestly, since I've started the station and the website, I don't get to watch as much as I used to, believe it or not. I do a lot more reading because I'm doing articles, you mm-hmm. know, but I, I don't really get to watch as much things as I used to. I used to spend hours on YouTube. And I just right. don't do it. I don't have the time anymore to do it like I used to. Well, good. You know, uh, part of the part of the thing that I'm going through is I was I was deeply immersed in this whole 9/11 truth movement. The government's fucked up. Look at how you know Illuminati, blah blah blah. And I'm starting to just back away from that shit because yeah, the system is fucking corrupt. Me talking about it isn't going to do shit for me. What I have to do is just move on. You know. Yeah, sometimes you have to, but certain things like nine eleven, you can't just move on from. I mean, that's something we got to keep talking about. Uh, that's. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Your your wife just typed something in the chat box that was actually very funny. Was actually very funny. Wow, she said something funny. Very funny. She's quiet over here tonight. I actually. Yeah, remember. no. She, I bet she's got that little smirk on. I didn't have a mic on. So you should have said something. Usually hanging throw, out over here and just usually throw something. Tweeting at and texting or whatever. Yeah. I have like a severe sunburn going on, and I feel really kind of disoriented at this point. <laughs> I. Right, um, it, it says here. Hold on. I'm sorry to, to sidetrack the show, but it says a little tip. Sean can't type and talk at the same time. He has a disorder called. Short Mexican Lexi hus- Lex- Lexi's husband, Dio. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, we got Trucker Mike got on the line. Back. I'm going to bring him up real fast. Trucker Mike, I'm going to go off the break so I can get Brad up. So what's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. I was doing a, the video that that uh, Dave was talking about. My my partner with Truckers for Truth that filmed it last week. It's of a girl, ex-Air Force girl, who uh, used to do the intake and, and all that, of all the uh, chemicals that were coming on a base. And she was starting to see stuff like barium and aluminum and, and whatnot coming on base. You know, pretty much the ingredients that everybody's been saying is in chemtrails. Uh-huh. And, and then she, she uh, you know, started hearing about the chemtrails and, and stuff, and she started going out and taking soil samples of where stuff was being sprayed and finding the same same products. Um you can find the video either on my page or um, the Red Pill Society. There's a link posted there, link posted at Truckers for Truth on Facebook and whatnot. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe I'll play. How long is it? 
it's like 10, 10 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I'll play that next week so I can cut it down to, to the important parts. Uh, but I will check it out. How's everything going for you, Mike? Uh, not too bad. I'm down visiting my son and my mom, and uh, we're getting ready to uh, go see Evil Dead. Ooh, well, have fun with that. I'm going to get going here so I can get uh, Brad Freeman dialed up during the break. Uh, appreciate you giving us a call. You have fun out there, man. I tell Brad I said A and tell him uh, he'll have to take my gun from my dead cold hand. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Later, buddy. He's right, not going to take it. He's not going to take it. The government's going to take it. Well, I do have a, a, a video I want to play for him when we have him dialed up. Let's uh, go ahead and roll this sucker off into its break. That's right. Coming up in the second hour, we will have Brad Friedman join us from bradblog.com. I will have some discussions with him. I'm sure there'll be a lot of fun. And uh, we always love having a smirk on your face right now. We are going to have a good time with Brad. I love having Brad on because he does have good information. So um, we'll talk to you guys in about five, ten minutes. Enjoy the break. Make sure you get pee on. You're listening to First 52 on Raz Radio Live. to the voting machines. Now they censor this on YouTube, labeled it extreme. Bernanke and his lackeys, printed bony green. Hit us with inflation, annihilate the nation. No investigation of the Bush administration. Obama runs on change, Brzezinski's in his ear. The only thing that change is the puppet in the year. They open up the borders, truth is on our shoulders. Focus on the pain, this is the new world order. Order, order, order. 
geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. This is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52, God Only Knows Why. Come on, we got to fight it out. we got to build a strong base, and someday we got to knock those motherfuckers who control this thing right on their ass. I think people will make an enormous difference if they speak out. And people should not be afraid to speak out. One should not be silent because they don't think their voice will have an effect. People do have an effect if they stand up. And just by standing up, they are protecting those who are targeted right now. operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart, that you can't take part, you can't even passively take part, and you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop, and you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. I'll see you. more 
we go back into the next hour of the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. I wonder why everything was quiet. I had the air nut volume down. That was just stupid on my part. So, here we go. Dave, are you back? Yeah, I am back. Yes, I am back. It's good to hear you. So, as we all know, uh, Thursday nights on Radio I.O., uh, Ledge has a gentleman on that, uh, has a really good website and he talks about a lot of good things of course there's a lot of things we don't tend to agree with so we're going to bring brad up here and we're going to talk about the things we agree about first we want to talk about what's important to him right now so brad do we have you there buddy we do hey brad who <laughs> how you doing brad 
I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. It's nice to hear from you again. And you, thanks for having me on. It's always good to talk to you. Is uh, Lexi on with us tonight? I am. How do hey, you Lexi, say? how are you? Very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And then, of course, my other co-host is, is uh, Fortoad. He's joining us also. Fortoad uh, Frog from the Twitters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, well, he, he's got some impressive uh, tweets. You need to follow him. How are, what's your real name, Fortoad Frog? Oh, it's actually Fort Toad Jones. Uh, but my real oh, name Fort is Toad Dave. Jones. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, it's all right. It's 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 a uh, unfortunately it's a it's a nickname that's stuck, and I'm kind of running with it. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I hate it when name? you know when somebody cool is on the show and he introduces me as Fort Toad instead of Dave. Dave is your real name. Dave is my real name. Dave what? Cunningham. Okay. Good to talk to you, Dave. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? The interviewer. <laughs> well, cause I grew up with Happy Days, and on my on my sixth birthday in first grade, Happy Days debuted, and I've been hearing fucking Richie Cunningham my entire life. And I just like <laughs> I don't even like saying my last name. Too funny. So, Brad, good on you, Dave. <laughs> Brad, tell me what's uh, what's at the forefront, other than being on the Young Turks as a, Turks as a uh, co-host this past week, I guess it was, um, what else has been going on and what's important to you right now? Well, you know, same thing is always important to me, which is getting a message out about things that the, uh, the media is not covering as they should be. I mean, right now, actually, it's been over the past week just sort of looking at what's going on in, uh, in Arkansas and this uh, tar sand spill there and the way it's being dealt with and the way we're seeing... Uh, Exxon deal with it the way that uh, BP dealt with the, the, the oil spill in the Gulf, you know, getting a no-fly zone, clearing the press away, uh, the, the government sort of allowing these corporations to run roughshod over the people, to lie to them. We're still trying to figure out what the timeline is on all of this, how long it took them to shut down all of this, uh, you know, this horrible tar sands crap that was uh, seeping out. Now some, uh, as much as 420,000 gallons of this crap for at least an hour. Uh, they seem to, Exxon seems to be lying about their, uh, their response to it, how long it took. And, you know, sort of looking at how absurd uh, the, the lack of regulations that exist for these companies that are able to run roughshod over you and me and the taxpayers and everybody else. They make some $122 million in profit a day, which is fine. But when they're fined, for example, for, the, uh, for not inspecting this pipeline that, that ruptured uh, a week or two ago, their fine was $26,000. Again, they make $122 million in profit per day. And they're allowed to do any goddamn thing they want, uh, and, you know. And as usual, it's a we the people who are paying the price. So, you know, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that in in conjunction, frankly, with the Keystone XL pipeline, which will be ten times larger than the uh, Pegasus pipeline that broke in Arkansas. So, uh, those are among the things. We also had some election fraud uh, convictions and pleas last week. Uh, which which are interesting uh, because it's in this case it was Newt Gingrich's campaign from 2012 who was um, submitting fraudulent signatures thousands of them 
uh, hey, hey, you know, way on, worse than anything Acorn ever did, and yet uh, you had Newt Gingrich at one time yelling and screaming about Acorn uh, making up shit that they never did. So, you know, it's just a regular week at the Brad blog, I suppose. All right, that gives us a bunch of stuff to talk about. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I actually wanted to know more about the Keystone XL pipeline, because... I, for some reason, I'm just indifferent about it because I just don't want to deal with another fucking problem. But uh, I, I read somewhere that it's going to go where from Canada to the Gulf of Mexico, right? Right. And it and it's actually not even oil that's going to be for us. It's going to be shipped that's out. Correct. Yeah. And 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 that's where I find things are very very fucked up. Is they they're gonna they're gonna use the United States as a roadway to get oil out of out of you know that we're not going to use to some other country but we're going to pay the price environmentally now i actually have um first-hand experience on cleaning up oil spills when i was a truck driver in new york i worked on our emergency spill response team and i cleaned up oil spills you know home heating oil spills all over the tri-state area and uh i know what happens i know how fucked up things are i know how the game is played you know with the environmental companies and this really the fact that it, you know, they're using us as just a gateway uh, or a doormat, it, it really, really bothers me. Yeah, and it's worse than that, Dave. It, it, it's not it, it, those uh, oil spills that you were cleaning up. That's child's play compared to this tar sand shit because nobody knows how to clean up this tar sand stuff. It's totally different. It's heavy. It sinks. You can't, you know, just sort of uh, mop it off the top of the water. When it goes into the water, it actually sinks to the bottom. You've got to dredge rivers, lakes, streams, and so forth. But, you know, as usual to me and, and the way, uh, you know, we cover things, it's not so much about taking a position, frankly, on one side or the other. It's about the democracy. It's about the debate. It's about having a legitimate discussion so that we can, we, the people, the American people, can decide what's best for our country. And so what really ticks me off about it is the fact that the politicians, mostly Republicans in this case, uh, but a lot of Democrats as well, Certainly the industry are out there lying about all of this, giving the impression that, uh, you know, the, the exact opposite of what you just said, Dave, that, oh, we need this because, oh, oh, you know, gas prices are going up so high. We need this Keystone Pipeline. We need to get this oil out of Canada to bring down our gas prices. It won't bring down our gas prices. In fact, it'll raise our gas prices uh, in certain areas of the Midwest. So it's a bunch of fucking lies and that's what ticks me off about this stuff is that we end up not having real debates because people are making up facts when they can't win their point so thank you for pointing out that yes that gas is not intended for us let me point out that when you hear that it will uh... give us twenty thousand jobs i think is the way the uh... The, uh, the the industry is painting it in fact it is less than a hundred permanent jobs it will come from this pipeline. So get the facts straight. Let's deal with what's really going on. Let's deal with the real cost, by the way, to the environment, even if it doesn't spill. And then we can make an informed decision. So that's what I try to do. Now, gas prices really confuse me right now because I've been doing a little reading on that. And uh, they talk about how we're at the lowest usage ever, the highest production rates ever, but we still see the price going up. Um, I, I don't mm -hmm. understand how that's feasibly possible. 
Well, because it's because the price of gas is not about supply and demand. It's not a free market. It's a fake market, and it's a, you know it's about uh, speculators in the market. Just the same way, you know, if you follow the stock market and you buy a stock, and you know you see it spike one day, ten dollars. You see it go down two dollars the next day. It's not because suddenly the company you know is doing better today, and then the following day it's not. It's all just speculative nonsense. It's a casino. And that's exactly what goes on with the oil prices. And so when you hear this nonsense that, you know, we need the Keystone Pipeline so that we can lower gas prices or that, you know, Barack Obama is, uh, because he, he's got a war on oil, gas prices are spiking, that's completely and utterly insane, inane, and incorrect. And, you know, in fact, we've got more oil drilling going on right now in this country than we have in uh, something like 40 or 50 years. So, you know, there's just a whole lot of misinformation out there. Okay. I'd have to agree with that. Now, you talked about the $122 million profit a day with a fine of $26,000. What would be what would be a good way to, to correct that issue? I mean, we got companies, maybe a smaller company that doesn't make that kind of money that would, I'm assuming, would see the same fine um, just because right. that's a standardized fine. So, so what are you proposing to uh, make this a threat to the larger companies? You know, great question, because I was uh, thinking about that the other day when I heard that statistic about, you know, how little they pay, and I know that the argument would be, yeah, well, you've got these mom-and-pop uh, outfits that, you know, it would put them out of business, blah, 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 if they had to be more than that. Um, you know, and I don't know, by the way, that that's true. That's true. I don't know how many mom-and-pop oil companies there are, but let's pretend that's the case. Um, how about... X number of uh, dollars as based on your profits. How about, you know, when, when you have a, a, a schedule for uh, safety violations, and by the way, these companies are hit with thousands of them every year, and the lesson they learn is that it's, you know, it's cheaper and easier to just pay the fine if and when you're caught. So if you raise the, uh, the price of the fine as based on you know, how much uh, uh, profit you're making, X percentage of profit or something like that, uh, rather than a flat dollar fee, I think it might be much more of an incentive for these companies to follow the uh, the safety regulations in the first place rather than uh, saying, oh, it's just the cost of doing business if and when we get caught violating the law. Right. And that could, that could go to many industries, not just the oil industry, because we see the same type of thing happen in, in other large industries. Do you agree or just? Well, yeah, no. I mean, I I think you could. You know, if if Exxon, you know, it said, okay, you will have to pay one month's profit, whatever your profits are. You'll have to pay one month's profit for this type of violation, uh, one week's profit for that type of violation. You know, that might begin six months profit, one year profit, whatever it is. I think that might be able to, that might finally uh, start these, you know, companies, these corporations to pay attention to these and to realize that uh, they have a responsibility to us. Right now, they don't have a responsibility to us. Right now, they are running roughshod over us. The corporations control this uh, country. And when I hear people say, oh, you know, we've got too many regulations, Washington sucks. Well, Washington does suck. Yeah. But getting rid of regulations rather than increasing regulations and increasing enforcing of those regulations, you know, it, it, it's not the answer to just get rid of them. That's the opposite of the answer, frankly. Well, and I think that's one of the places where we can have some similarities, but a lot of differences. Um, do you know what I'm trying to say, Dave, as far as 
No, I was actually, I was on a, I was doing my own thing about how to punish the, the corporations. And I think, you know, if, if corporations are a person and they do something wrong, I think they should be forced to not do business for a week. You know, because if the, any one of us got caught, you know, holding something illegal, uh, we would go to jail for a little while and that would stop, you know, income, that would be a mark on our record and blah, blah, blah. If they're a corporate person, let them stop, you know, put them in jail. Put put Exxon in jail for, you know, a week and let them, you know, shut down production. Well, see, but that, see how, that hurts the see, population, though, then, if you do that. Th- well, it's, it's already hurting the population. You'll see how no. fast they'll say, okay, I don't want to do that again. If it's just a payoff, they don't give a shit. If there's, if Dave, how about if they're people? Put the people in jail. Put the board of directors in jail. Put the people responsible. You know, BP... Uh, a month or two ago, just pled guilty to 11 counts of manslaughter for what happened in the Gulf. And yet nobody went to jail. Now, do you suppose if you had pled guilty to even one count of manslaughter, you, you know, you, you'd be able to stay out of jail? Put the, put the people in jail. And if they're too big to jail, as the, uh, uh, the government made the argument in the case of HSBC, then, frankly, they're too big to do business here. The government should take them over and sell them off in pieces to, uh, you know, to the public and restore many of the regulations that we've spent the last 30 years getting rid of, you know, uh, restore Glass-Steagall so that people can't take, so that big banks can't take the money that you entrust them with when you, you know, with your savings and take that money out to the casino of the stock market and gamble it away. That's got to stop. That was, you know, that, that regulation was repealed. It was insane that it was repealed. We paid a huge price for it in 2007, mm-hmm. and yet we've got such a broken Congress, we can't even restore that common-sense regulation that served this country so well since uh, 1930-something until they repealed it uh, under uh, Bill Clinton in 96. Yeah, that was pretty much what brought us to the bubble, and most people don't want to talk about that. Um, so it's nice that you can bring that up and you even address right. who it was that, that caused it. Um, most people like to blame Bush, but it was actually under Clinton's watch that that happened. Well, it was under Clinton's watch, but it was a Republican Congress. So let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest there. And it was Phil Graham uh, from Texas who had been pushing that for years. So it was a Republican yeah. initiative signed by a Democratic uh, Congress and so far restored by nobody. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that that's it doesn't make any sense. Now, this pipeline that we're talking about that, um, I, you know, since it's not for American use, I, I got to kind of 100 percent agree that it's not really an issue to me that why well, we don't need it if it's not going to help us out. Um, so that's really just a stupid thing that we're allowing to happen. And again, it's corporations that run our country that are doing these things. Um, now, this election fraud that you were talking about with Gingrich, now, we know you're really big in, in um, covering election problems, um, and you always yell at me when, or anybody when they say um, voter fraud, because it's not the voter doing the fraud, it's actual election fraud. So, right. what did they find with, well, you said they found that they were uh, giving fake signatures. Who got in trouble? Did anybody get in trouble? What came of it? Well, in this particular, uh, there was actually two Virginia cases uh, from 2012 that that uh, sort of had new beats over the past week. This Gingrich case uh, was where a uh, an employee of his campaign uh, submitted; uh, she submitted 400 fraudulent signatures 
in an attempt to get Newt Gingrich on the, uh, the GOP primary ballot for president in Virginia. In Virginia, to qualify for the uh, primary ballot, you have to have 10,000 valid signatures. Uh, Newt was caught on videotape saying that uh, the campaign had turned in 11,150, but uh, about 1,500 of them were fraudulent. He said it was just a mistake. That's a direct quote, just a mistake. And he went on to say, frankly, it was just one guy who turned in fake signatures. Well, as it turns out, it wasn't one guy. It was more than one guy. It was at least one woman who has uh, pled guilty to uh, election fraud and perjury felonies for turning in those 400 fake signatures. Uh, her co-defendant now uh, faces 42 counts. Uh, 42 felony counts, I believe. He'll uh, come before a judge in June. And uh, the prosecutors in the case say there could be more arrests soon. So this was a pretty large conspiracy. Uh, unfortunately, it's not an unusual one. We saw a Republican congressman um, do the same thing last year, uh, Thaddeus McCotter, congressman from Michigan. He ended up stepping down after uh, five of his staffers were were caught uh, submitting fake signatures to get him on the ballot in Michigan last year. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that goes on. That's election fraud. Uh, and, and, you know, when we have problems with elections, it's things like that. It's uh, not voter fraud. It is not a voter walking in and voting twice or voting under someone else's name. That is incredibly rare. It almost never happens. Uh, quite literally, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, and when it does happen, it's minuscule. You know, they they may do two signatures, not four hundred. You know. Well, and it's uh, there are literally ten cases of uh, vote of in-person voter fraud, uh, meaning in-person at the polling place. Ten cases out of every election fraud case going back in all 50 states since the year 2000. This is a new study that came out by a news consortium recently. Now, when you hear these uh, laws being pushed for in state after state for uh, photo ID, they love to call them voter ID, but what they are is polling place photo ID restrictions, and they are likely to keep tens of thousands, if not millions, of legal voters, perfectly legal voters, from being able to cast their vote because uh, in all to stop those 10 cases since 2000 of, of anybody doing in-person impersonation. So it's a scam. It is being put forward by Republicans to keep Democratic-leaning voters from casting their legal vote. That's all there is to it. And, uh, you know, I find it unbelievably offensive and appalling where there is voter fraud, and, and it does occur from time to time. It's almost always by absentee ballot. And yet these voter ID laws you hear about have nothing to do with stopping absentee voter fraud. It's only about what happens at the polling place, and almost nobody commits voter fraud there. Now let me ask a question. Hey, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Dave. It, it, it's fucked up that... that all these people want to make laws to protect something that's almost negligible, right? Yep. That's going to backfire in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give it a try. How do, we, uh, how do we ensure that the people voting... By the way, 100,000 people shot per year by guns 
is hardly negligible, but I don't want to predict where you're going. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll, we'll get there eventually. We want to have a pleasant beginning interview, and we'll end it with the bad stuff. <laughs> um, I hope it ends with somebody calling me a piece of shit, because that's always the most impressive way to make your case, I find. You will not get that from any of the hosts on this show. I promise hey, you that. Were you listening to we, the show earlier, uh, Brad? Well, was I, I was not. What, did, okay. did, that, did, she, did somebody get called a piece of shit? Was Alex no. from uh, 1787 <laughs> Network on and, and ran out of arguments again? Well, I, I actually addressed that, and, and, and we talked a little bit about that. And I was like, you know, I think Alex, uh, you know, took the wind out of his sails and, and undermined his own argument by using, you know, calling somebody a fucking name. That's just, that, just, that just shows you have no faith in what you're saying by having to you call know, somebody I thought a it was, name. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, we're on the same page. We, we, name calling is ridiculous. I thought it was pretty remarkable and, and pretty pathetic that that happened. You know, I've been appearing on uh, Ledge's show for, boy, I don't know, has it been a year? It's maybe, been over a year, year now, yeah. And, you know, every week there are incredibly heated uh, debates, uh, you know, with all sorts of people. Sean, you and I have gone at it <laughs> a few times on that show. Uh, Rob Revere and I, um, you know, my, my friend Jack Blood and Jason Berman and all of these guys have come on. We had that, you know, that uh, Mark Morano idiot come on the show. <laughs> Plenty of debates. Nobody has ever had to resort to something like that, that that guy from 1787 did. And I think it just speaks to the fact that, you know, he's got an incoherent worldview, apparently, or at least a, a worldview that he can't actually make a case for that he's got to call names instead of arguing. I mean, it, was, it was really pathetic and, and funny, and it was uh, too bad that uh, Ledge had another guest scheduled at the top of the hour because I suspect the, uh, the following hour after that might have been really good radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would have been, yeah. I actually missed that live. I'm going to have to go back and hear it because Dave was the first that had told me about it, um, and I just... Yeah, I don't. I don't go for that. We'll. We won't be calling you any names that bad. Not bad names like that, at least. You know. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to say that uh, Brad has called me a fucking idiot over Twitter. <laughs> uh, have I know, you read I know his Twitter feed? What was that, Brad? I said, have has he read his own Twitter feed lately? <laughs> yeah, I read it. I wrote it. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. And I was about to say uh, earlier when when you had made sense, I was going to say that man, I like you a lot better on the radio than I do on the twitters. <laughs> he does do a lot better well, speaking, I think. Well, here's the deal, Brad. I I had I have an anger issue, and there's not a lot of people that piss me off. But on Dangerous Conversation, you piss me off, or you used to piss me off. And I, I throw shit around my, I'm like a fucking baby, throw stuff around my, my I yell at the computer, <laughs> and then I start typing feverishly, you know, because I'm arguing, you know, with the radio. And, you know, I, I finally came to the realization that that's not really uh, good for me, you know? Oh. Did, did he faint? No, no. no hold, on. I, hold on. Trucker Mike, give a call back. Um, Brad, you don't mind taking calls, do you? Oh, shit. Did I just hang up on Brad, too? Oh man! Uh, Twenty oh. shows and you still Smooth. can't. Watch that. You know, you think I'd know how to do this by now? No, I didn't. You, you, you really think <laughs> I would know how to do this by now? I can't believe I just did that. Well, I'm, I'm dialing him back up now. Ah, uh, you've reached Brad. Oh no! Oh, Join no. smartly done. Please leave a message. Oh no! 
Brad, come back on. Come back. Brad, I didn't hang up on you on purpose, I swear. He's probably sitting there still talking. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Try this one more time. Here. There you are, Brad. Sorry, I didn't mean to hang up on you, bud. No problem. That was my bad, my bad. Truck, I was going to say, do you mind taking phone calls? I, well, I, I would love to. Okay, good. Trucker Mike, call back in. I uh, had a little faux par. Make sure your phone's yeah. quieter this time, though. Well, hold on. Can we wait? Till, can we wait for Trucker Mike? Because I, I know that's going to go right into the Second Amendment. I, I want Brad to talk more about you know stuff we we, we agree upon. Then I want to ask him something about the First Amendment, and then let's go into that. Okay. Well, where were we then before that all happened? Oh, he was complimenting you about liking being on the radio with you. That you talk yeah. better on the radio. Right. Well, I was just explaining to him that I'm, you know, I'm going through a process right now. I'm trying to shed the anger. And the last two times you were on Dangerous Conversation, I didn't get angry at you at all. Uh, although Good. I did respond. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And I was going to say I'm sorry that I made you angry in the past, but n- not really. It's good. it's good to be angry. It's 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 a matter of how uh, you know how we deal with it. And by the way, you're not the first one that I've gone on the sh- on the air with uh, with Sean uh, with who who's been great on the radio and had some problems on the twitters. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Yeah, my. Old I don't want to name any names, but I think his name is uh, Johnny. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my old co-host Johnny English. Yeah, you guys went at it a few times on the Twitter. And he was great on the air. We had no problem at all on the air, but uh, maybe it's something about those 140 characters that uh, set people off, or maybe it was the type of Johnny he was drinking. I don't know. <laughs> Too funny. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to the next subject here. Uh, Dave, do you have anything else that you would think you'd agree with Brad with? Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff, but uh, right off the top of my head, I can't think because I'm now now I'm going into the other conversation. Yeah, you might as well because I got Trucker Mike on hold here. So, all right, let me let's do the First Amendment because you have said time and time that uh, speech is not protected, and I'd like for you to define that a little bit more. Well, certain speech is, of course, protected. I, I think what you're referring to, I think you're sort of using shorthand for what we we discussed. Uh, as far as rights go, and you know there are really no absolute rights, at least as defined uh, you know in our court system, in our constitution. I think I might have been accused uh, on the show, and, and actually i don 't want to put words in your mouth, but it, you know it may have come up that somebody said, "Oh, you believe in the First Amendment, but you don 't give a shit about the second amendment and uh, no, I was trying to point out that all rights have limitations on it. You can't go out and, you know, for example, threaten to kill uh, the president. As a matter of fact, you can't go out and threaten to kill anybody. You can't uh, famously yell fire in a crowded theater. So, well, yeah, there are certain rights that we have that are protected, that we zealously protect, but they are not absolute rights, really. Okay, wait, none hold of on a second. Are. What law am I breaking if I yell fire in a crowded theater? What speech law am I breaking? Trucker Mike, mute your uh, phone for a second. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, mute your phone for a second. You're making a lot of noise. Uh, All right, go ahead, guys. All right, did you hear me, Brad? I'm sorry, what was the the question? Uh, If I were to yell fire in a crowded theater, what law am I breaking? What speech law am I breaking? You know what? I'd have to go back and tell you what Supreme Court ruling that was, but I think it has to do with uh, um, inciting inciting violence yeah, or inciting riot. Inciting yeah. riot, yeah, exactly. Okay, but yeah. I could do this very same thing in the very in the in the same crowded theater without speaking a word. So it's not the speech that's regulated; it's the intent, and that will come up in my next thing. 
<laughs> but what, what, what um, do you mean you could do the very same thing without? You, you mean you could pass a note around that says? No, I, uh, I could stand there, open up my overcoat. What do you mean? I could stand. I could stand in the theater, open up my overcoat, and show that I have. Uh, you know, flares taped to my body with a, with an alarm clock, and that will incite the same amount of panic if I yelled fire. And I would I would instill panic without saying a word. And I'd be convicted or well, I'd be charged with the same exact that, crime. We're not saying that yelling fire is the only way to incite a riot. There are many right. ways to incite a riot, all of them illegal. But the point is you can't use the First Amendment as a defense, if you start a riot by yelling fire, you can't say, hey, man, First, defense, the First Amendment, I can say anything I want. That, that well, doesn't fly. Well, I, saying, you know, the First Amendment doesn't say that I could say anything I want. It just protects the fact that I could say stuff and not get arrested by the government as long as there's no liability, slander, or danger. Um, so saying fire in a, in, a, in a crowded theater, to me, is a misnomer because I can say it. If I was a comedian, I could, I can, and I could say, "Hey, listen, you know, I'm going to yell fire," and I could yell fire in a crowded theater. Nothing happens. You know, ACDC does it all the time. Artie, Art, Art what's the name? Artie Lang does it all the time. Um, so I just want to make the, the distinction that it's not the speech that's regulated; it's the intent. And, okay. Uh, and okay. And by the way, because, that was, I, I just looked it up real quick. It was a it's a paraphrasing of Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr.'s opinion in. Uh, Shank versus U.S. in 1919. 1919. Yeah. Somebody, somebody actually yelled fire, I guess, in a, in a theater. Is that what caused that? Well, he <laughs> let's see. He writes, the most stringent protection of free speech would not protect a man falsely shouting fire in a theater and causing a panic. The question in every case is whether the words used are used in such circumstance and are such and are of such a nature as to create a clear and present danger that they will bring about the substantive evils that Congress has a right to prevent. Right. It's, it's the intent. It's clear and pre- present danger. I just, I just like to make the distinction because I'm a stickler for being right on the money. And because and when you say you can't yell fire in a theater, it's, it's actually false. You can. <laughs> All right. We're not going to beat that dead horse. Um, right. Trucker Mike, unmute yourself. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, Brad, I'm sure you've okay. had conversation with Trucker Mike on DC, possibly before. Um, I, I have Trucker Mike. Are you driving right now? No, I am sitting. Um, we're at Sonic getting some ice cream. Okay, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what you What you got for us, Trucker Mike? Um, I just want to tell Brad. Brad, you mentioned about um, Jack Blood being your friend, right? Yeah. I talked to Jack last week when I saw him up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he, I guess he uh, misses down from his friend. He said the last time he heard from you or Scott was uh, the night you all had your cage match. Right. <laughs> your point, Trucker Mike? Uh, I think he misses down from his friend. Oh. <laughs> oh, he misses. Well, you know what? He's got, he's got a show. I, I, I don't believe I've ever turned him down when he's invited me to, uh, to talk to him on his show. I'm always happy to do that. And, and uh, next time you run into him, you let him know I miss him too. Buy him a Sonic for me. <laughs> oh, get him a Sonic! Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of ways from him to go get him Sonic. He's in Atlanta, and I'm in Ocala, Florida. So, no, he's in Austin, isn't he? No, he lives in Atlanta now. Oh, yeah. he does. Yeah, he moved back shows out this way. Good, shows what a good friend I am. Huh? Yeah, really. Right. <laughs> Damn, Brad. <laughs> Trucker Mikey, anything else for us, buddy? No, nah, that was it. I know you had something you wanted, and you don't want to go into it? Or you got the family there? Well, 
about him being able to, if he wants my gun, he can buy it from my cold dead hand. <laughs> yeah, that was the message you asked me to give him. <laughs> if, if it makes you feel any better, uh, Trucker Mike, I don't want your gun. But you're a lot nicer on the radio than you are on the Twitters, too. What's up with you people? Is Twitter I, make you I, brave or what? I, 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 no, I'm hardly ever on the Twitters with you, Brad, and, and I don't ever get into it with you. I might make a couple comments, and you might make a couple comments back, but I'm not like you and Dave back and forth. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I think you've called me a few names on the, on the Twitters, haven't no, you? I have, I, I, I have, no, I've never called you a name. I don't call people names. That I, I will say. make it clear that... that well, I don't want to go back and prove you wrong on that, Mike. But whatever the case, apparently being sort of pseudonymous when you're on the Twitters apparently makes you brave or something. Because I want to make it clear, I'm as much of an asshole on the on the air as I am on the Twitters. And that we know for sure. Oh, I, oh I, I, for sure. There's many times I've thought that you're – I'm not, not necessarily that you're an asshole. That maybe some of your thought was asinine, but, you know, and but I, I, I'm – I, that's usually when you're on with Ledge, and I, I just let Ledge let you know that your thoughts are asinine. I don't need to chime in. Okay. <laughs> also, it, it's hard to be cordial in 140 characters or less. It really is. It absolutely. Is. All right, Trucker yeah, Mike, enjoy your ice cream. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, later. Peace out. I'm, I'm very cordial on in 140 characters. I think it's just. Uh, I think it's easy. And just so you know. Uh, um, Brad, one of our listeners has reached out to Johnny and said that uh, you were on with us, and he said he probably shouldn't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it ended with him threatening me, uh, as I recall, threatening me with violence of some sort. So that's, once again, I guess when you run out of, of uh, sensible arguments to make, you either threaten violence or call someone a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> there you go, exactly. All right, we're going to have to touch in the guns for a little bit, Brad. we got about 15 minutes left with you. Um, I can't talk about guns. <laughs> you can't talk about guns? <laughs> Are you gunned out, too? <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, did you hear what Mike Martinez said at a rally this past week? Actually, no. You know what? I didn't. But before you tell me that, I did hear what Trucker Mike said about you can take my cold, uh, my gun from my cold dead hands or whatever that uh, cold dead Charlton Heston uh, said at one point. Right. Um, it, nobody wants to take his gun. And, and that's where the fallacy begins. So, and, and that's why it seems like we can't have a, a real discussion about this because people make up fake facts and, and fake arguments, and that was a fake argument. So with that said, I didn't mean to de- derail you. No, I didn't hear the, uh, the comments you were re- referring to. Okay, I have well, a... I, oh, we're just... Go ahead, Dave. Well, there, there are stories coming out where people are getting their guns taken away, so it's not a false fact, and it's not a false fear at this point. You know, we're seeing this happen. Sean just read a story about uh, a father in Long Island, New York, who got all his guns taken away. It got his permit uh, suspended, all because his 10-year-old son wanted to take a water gun to school. Now, I, that's overreacting. You know, t- 10 Where'd years you ago. Read that? I will pull the story back up here in a second. Uh, go ahead, Dave, continue while I pull that up. And having lived in New York and trying to get a gun permit in New York, um, it's almost, for you to get a gun permit in New York, or even in Long Island, you have to, like, own a business or have been jumped before. Um, I uh, was going for a target permit, not even a carry permit, and uh, they, it cost me 120 bucks. Eight months later, then they tell me, uh, you're going through a divorce. We won't, give, we won't give you a pistol. 
And I was like, wait a minute, I can go into the sporting goods store and buy a, a shotgun, walk out with it, and blow my ex-wife in half, but I can't do it with a small arm? And you're going to prevent me from that? Here, and when I moved to Florida, they practically give you one. You know, <laughs> I, I went to the well, store. Yeah. I, I, I saw the gun that I wanted. I had to wait to three days. And I, I went away. I didn't have to. I didn't have a license. And I, all I had to have was a Florida driver's license. And I kept it in my car for five years. I just re, uh, two years ago I got a, a carry permit. Um, and, and and so, do you think that the, the law in uh, in New York or wherever it is that you're you're you know the various places you're talking about is no good? Should be changed. Well, here's the thing that I've I've found out. All right, because you know sparring with you or listening to you and sparring in my head um i've had to find out you know facts and figures because that's that's the kind of guy i am i'm a numbers guy i am an analytical guy you know what has worked what hasn't worked and it seems to be that when you're in a, a metropolis with over two hundred thousand people that's when things start to go bad you know you're in an area where there's two hundred thousand people or less everybody can have a gun and nothing happens and it seems to be when more and more people are cramped and again having lived you know, I grew up in Brooklyn, and everybody's just fucking angry with each other. You know, if I was if I was nineteen year old, nineteen years old, and had a gun, I probably would have shot somebody because I was an asshole. But uh, you know, today, I actually am. Well, let's talk about the laws in New York, right? It's it's. Uh, let's just. How about we just try it? You know, try giving out some more guns. You know, all right, let's watch it a little bit more. Don't don't make a proverbial. You can't have this. My son lives in Long Island. And as of January 14th, he, he became a criminal because he owns an AK-47 and an AR-15, which he bought a couple months earlier, totally legit. And then they came, after Newtown, New York State but he, was the he first. he did not one. become a criminal. Well, uh, well, yes, because he, has, he now has a 10-round magazine. Actually, he's a criminal if he puts eight bullets in the 10-round magazine. Uh, I think that, okay. So, well, so, so you know what? So he he shouldn't do that. <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't do that. He shouldn't put an eighth bullet in a ten round clip. Uh, you know, if if it's illegal, if he doesn't, uh, you know, want to violate the law, if he wants well, to violate on. the law, we have a great history in this country of, uh, you know, people civil disobedience in order to show that laws are no good or whatever. If he wants to do that, if he wants to get arrested, if he wants to go to jail the way that, you know, people are going to jail, getting arrested uh, for, you know, protesting against the Keystone XL pipeline and all manners of things, then fine. But the reason I ask you, if you don't like that law, uh, then you should try to change that law or vote those people out. Uh, if you think that right, law is unconstitutional, you or he should challenge it in, in, in a court of law and have it overturned. Well, I did one better. Uh, the, the actual guns are now, quote-unquote, mine, and I'm actually going up next weekend to take them home here. So because the, the New York state law says that uh, after January 14th, he has, he has a year to register. And once you register them, you cannot sell them. You can't transfer them at all. Like, like let's just say two years from now, he's like, I don't want these guns. He can't sell them. Okay. Which is ridiculous. So I was like, you know what? On you gave those guns to me on December 25th. They are now here in my, you know, they'll be in my possession. And when he moves out of New York State, guess what? I'm going to give them back to him. I actually have okay. four 30-round clips here for him too, which <laughs> which those things are illegal in that state. Yet they're sitting over here right next to me. You know, I think well, actually, actually I think they're illegal to buy. Are they illegal to have? If I were to bring those, if I were to take them with me up to New York, and I got caught outside with them, I'd be in jail. 
just to well, have don't, an don't you have to, I, I don't think you have to turn them in. I think, uh, and, and you have a son in New York, so you probably know the specific law better than I, but, but don't they have to, it's illegal to buy or sell them there, as I understand it, but if you already have them, what happens? You have to turn them in. You have to turn them in as opposed right. to uh, registering them or something like that? Well, the 30-round clips are illegal. You can't turn, you have to just, you have to give them up. You have to turn them in. So if I was in okay. possession of a 30, an empty 30-round clip and nothing else, mm -hmm. I'm going to jail. Well, and that goes you, back, okay. that goes to the story, I believe it was in Washington, D.C. Uh, I, I can't remember 100%, but there was a newscaster who did a news story, and they had, they were doing it on the clips, and they, they asked the police if they could bring this clip into the region to use it and they were told no and they still did it anyway nothing happened to them well actually that's not the way it went it was david gregory it was nbc it was meet the press mm -hmm. uh and i don't believe they were told no they could not uh show that on on tv no, that's not what i read but i had to look at the uh, but it, it, so you're arguing that david gregory should have been arrested and put in jail for that would i have been arrested and put in jail for it uh, don't know. Why don't you try it? <laughs> actually, actually, I'm I'm quite the opposite. I'm like, no, he shouldn't go to jail for for holding. Despite the fact that we would, he shouldn't, and no, and other people shouldn't. Well, that's I the point think, I'm making. Well, actually, I don't think there's any law against it, or at least there wasn't at the time. No, it, Maybe it, I'm no wrong. State. I don't know. Again, the laws in Washington D.C. He was in Washington D.C., and I don't know if it's a a violation of law to have one to have a 30 round magazine, or if it's a violation of law to to sell one, or if it's not a violation of the law at all. But I do support, you know, the right of states, in this case, the state of New York, to uh, make any law they want, uh, so long as it doesn't violate the Constitution. And if it does violate the Constitution, then we've got a great system to deal with that called the court system. But you really think it's a great system? I mean, at the beginning of the of the conversation or the, of this hour, we were talking about how fucked up the court system is because they allow the corporations to take over and do whatever they want to do with impuni without impunity. Um, how is it? You know, the court the, the court systems are so skewed towards um, the the wrong the morally wrong thing. How is it that the little guy is supposed to battle that? You can't. And, and, I, I before, think you make a great, yeah, you make a, a, a great argument. I mean, I was actually, when I had mentioned that, I was actually speaking about Congress, uh, you know, the executive branch and the legislative branch, but uh, you're right. There are a whole bunch of uh, roadblocks that occur in the, uh, in, in the judiciary. Uh, the courts have now been packed for the past, I don't know how many years, by, frankly, corporatists, uh, you know, to, to get them to, to, to go against the little guy. Um, and so it is really hard for somebody to bring a case. That said, uh, if your son, for example, uh, is thrown in jail because he has a 30-round uh, magazine somewhere, the, uh, the gun trade, the arms industry is so powerful, is so wealthy, uh, is so good at using the NRA, uh, you know, the cowards and liars who run the NRA to pretend that they are something other than, than they aren't, that your son would have absolutely no problem being backed by the wealthiest interests on the entire globe uh, in that battle. And that's, you know, that's the way these gun battles, frankly, work. Well, what if I told you that there's a story of a former Ar Army staff sergeant that had been arrested because he had five empty 30-round magazines in New York? I remember that one. Uh, what about it? Well, uh, the, the, the guy's an Army vet. 
and he got arrested. Yeah. You know, it, it, why? Do you think? Do was you it think illegal morally, for him to have the? Uh, just because you're an army vet doesn't mean you get to do anything you want. Was was he using them illegally? Were they illegal at the time to to possess? Yeah. Well, according to this article, uh, the third round magazines have been illegal since in New York since 1994. So yeah, this guy, I think he was just actually traveling through, or I, I don't know. But uh, well, actually, they were I'm they just... were illegal to buy or sell from 1994 to 2004 in all 50 states, based on a law that was pushed by Ronald Reagan and then George H. W. Bush, and then finally signed under under Bill Clinton. So it was illegal federally to buy or sell high-capacity uh, uh, clips until George W. Bush allowed that law to lapse in 2004. And I did right. find the story on David Gregory, um, and what it says here, <clears throat> and this is from Huffington Post, uh, a spokesperson made the statement after TMZ reported Wednesday that Meet the Press was given permission to use empty gun magazines on air. The site said that, according to the source, the show contacted the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives before the segment, ADC police office officials told ATF that NBC News could show the magazine. DC police are now saying that the officials cited in the report gave inaccurate information. Um, so they were not allowed to have them. At, uh, early- Wait, the ABC official or the uh, ATF official? Uh, blah, 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 blah. DC police are now saying that the official cited in the report gave inaccurate information. Earlier, it was also reported that the network had requested and was denied permission to use the magazine directly by D.C. police. So the ATF gave them permission. The D.C. police said they were given inappropriate permission. Correct. And you just said states can make whatever laws they want or territories with D.C. That's right. So he should go to jail then based on what we just discussed. If that, if that uh, well, veteran, if you go, if you go by um, Dave's uh, intent uh, uh, restriction, there, if his intent was to you know make a point, particularly as a journalist, by the way, and if he showed the intent of you know he was not even hooked up to a gun, and he asked the federal ATF bureau uh, whether he could uh, do that or not, they gave him the okay. Uh, yeah, I think you'd have a pretty tough time throwing him in jail for that. But the vet that was carrying three unloaded ones separate from a gun also went to jail. Did he ask permission from the ATF? The ATF said, sure, you can parade around with uh, three of those magazines without a problem and show them on TV in order to teach a lesson before he was arrested. Well, I'm sure not, but the D.C. police said he couldn't as far as David Gregory. Well, you know, we, we, can, we can argue anecdotal stories that we don't have all of the information on, or we can argue, you know, sort of the real facts here. You know, you want to talk about real facts, we can talk about, well, a thousand people have, more than a thousand people, Americans, have been killed with guns since Sandy Hook in December. And I think something ought to be done about it. I think that there ought to be an up or down vote on these things. I think it's pathetic that the only thing, if we're lucky, uh, we may be able to get is a vote on background checks, which 92% of Americans support, including 88% of Republicans. And the fact that we have to fight to even have a vote for a watered-down universal background check bill, I think that underscores that we have a broken system, and I think it's absolutely pathetic that we let the arms industry uh, determine what we vote and don't vote for in the Congress. The people be damned. You know what I would like to... Wait, wait, Sean. Um, Brad, do you think we should be able to vote on First Amendment rights? 
it, these are not First Amendment rights, but we do no, vote no, on them you. all the I'm, time. I'm asking you morally. You know, what, yeah, we, for, what's that? For, for me, it's the morals. You know, uh, the, the 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 army guy in New York with five unloaded clips, go, you know, gets arrested. The the guy, the the the, the news guy in Washington D.C. is getting in hot water. Morally, I think you know, you're saying, well, was it uh, against the law or not? Let's say morally. Morally, was it right for that to happen? I mean, do we have to ask permission to bring a fucking uh, a clip on TV? Do I have to ask permission uh, to to have an, uh, uh, an apparently clip? apparently you do if that's the law. Now, if you go back to you know three months ago on on uh, David Gregory when he did this, or back in 1994 for Christ's sake, uh, when this guy had uh, loaded uh, unloaded clips that you have a, a problem with, okay. But uh, and whether there's a moral issue about it, okay, we can discuss that. That said. There has been uh, more than a million Americans shot with these guns since 1994, since this one guy who nobody knows his name and doesn't know what actually happened in the story was inconvenienced with, uh, with this arrest. Shouldn't we be more concerned about the one, one million Americans who have lost their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness because of guns? Shouldn't that be a larger issue, Dave? Well, yeah, if you want to talk just about, you know, deaths by guns and you want to fix that problem, um, guns aren't really the issue. It's the intent behind it. If, 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 if all guns were eradicated off this co continent, all guns, um, people will still die. So yeah, my but problem, the, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Will... My problem with your point of view is, is that you're yeah. trying to take away something from... Where, where, where most of the time, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, everything goes cool. It's just one crazy dude who, you know, for whatever reason, decides to shoot people, right? So dude, you're gonna, more you're than gonna a thousand want... people have been killed with guns since December. How can you say 99.9% .9 of the time everything goes okay? We have 100,000 well, people per year shot. There's 330 million guns in this country, and a thousand people get killed. Right? No, no, More no. People no, die no, no, because, no, no. Hold on. Hold no. on. Let's do facts and figures here. More yeah, let's do facts. Hang on. Let's do facts and figures. But you just gave a completely wrong fact. Uh, you gave a, you know, hold there on. are some 10,000 people murdered a year. That's just murder. That's not even taking into account people who kill themselves with these guns, which brings the number up to about 30,000. That's not bringing into account the number of people who get shot accidentally or who get shot on purpose but don't die. That's 100,000 people a year, Dave. That's yeah. not 99% uh, or, you know, that's, that's okay. no small number. 100,000 people die a year because doctors accidentally fuck up prescriptions. Right? Should we should we get rid of all doctors? Should we should we no, overregulate no, that? No, but we should no, but we should. Uh, Why do they get a pass? And, because and they, we should enforce and pass laws as we do to decrease that number as much as possible. We do well, that in every single industry except for guns, and then we use this fake argument that well, people are still going to get shot. So making any gun law anywhere, anytime is no good. That's why we make seatbelt laws. Yeah, my biggest problem with gun laws... From dying. Brad, my biggest problem with gun laws is a lot of these deaths that you're speaking of are done by criminals who aren't following laws to begin with, so why would exactly. they follow the law to get a gun? Well, because... As we've seen, there has been hundreds of thousands of criminals who have tried to get guns, who have been blocked from getting guns at gun stores under, for example, the background check system that we have now, right. 
But you can still go and buy a gun at a trade show. That same criminal, after he's turned down for a gun uh, at a license dealer, can then go out and buy a gun on the Internet. If you look at all of these uh, recent mass uh, shootings, for example, uh, the gun that was using the guns that were used at Sandy Hook, uh, in Aurora, Colorado, uh, in Tucson, those guys wouldn't have had those guns had the uh, assault weapons ban been in effect that were from uh, 94 to uh, 2004, had that been ex expanded. They wouldn't have had those guns. That mother wouldn't have been able to buy her son an arsenal of high-capacity magazines and assault weapons in Newtown, no, no. Connecticut. He might have had to stab those people, like the stabbing <laughs> we saw in Texas. 14 right, people right. stabbed. So should we ban right? knives? Hold on a second, because because the, well, because the assault Let me weapons that ban. Question, Sean. Fourteen people <laughs> were stabbed uh, three days ago. Should we ban knives? Well, none of those fourteen people died. And if your kid was one of those uh, fourteen affected in Newtown, and if you had a choice, remember on Newtown on, on the day of the Sandy Hook shootings, twenty-one kids were stabbed at a Chinese kindergarten. Again, none of those kids died. So if one of those kids was yours, and you had a choice of being in the kindergarten room with the knife guy, or the first grade room with the assault weapons guy, which one would you choose? This is common sense. Well, if, if we had the proper people with weapons that should have weapons, 14 people well, might not have gotten stabbed. Maybe somebody like was shot. Who him. would the proper people be? Anybody well, legally allowed to carry. You're talking well, semantics here. Police force, have, an armed Look. police force at Virginia Tech. They had an armed uh, cop, at, two armed cops, at Columbine. Columbine. Who are right. you talking about? You want the kindergarten fucking teachers to pull out a gun? If Is that what you're talking about? Yes, wait, wait. I am. Oh, hold on a second. You mentioned Columbine. What year did that happen? 93, I think. No, it was 96. Um, and that okay. was post-assault weapons ban. Did that stop mm -hmm. anything? And, and, and see, this yeah, is just... Yeah, did. This is the how can I tell, this this is the crux of of the issue that I have with people with your point of view is I don't think what you're talking about oh shit what's going on here I don't think what you're talking about uh, will actually help the problem it might it might it shave does. off a hold on it might shave off a little bit but it's not going to address the, the the root problem you're you're, you're grasping for for the low hanging fruit because it makes you feel good but let's be honest I don't want people oh. to die. I really don't. I, I'm a, I, 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 I'm a gun enthusiast. Uh, I don't want if, if let's let's figure out a way where, you know, you, you, you try to remove the intent. Taking away the tool Good. is not taking away who's the, stop, the intent. Who's stopping you from doing that, Dave? You are. Why am I stopping you from doing something about the intent or that you think is the root of the problem? These because it's not either wanna... or. If you yourself admitted that, uh, and, and I believe you're wrong here, but let's go ahead and stipulate you're right. You said, oh, it'll, it'll you know, keep a few less people from getting shot, a few less people from dying. Well, and, you know, that's if that's your we wife we... or your kid or yourself, a well, few well, less people on. from dying is a good thing. None of that at the same time keeps you from pursuing other measures that you think will keep people even safer. This is not either or. And and that's we're we're supposing that maybe you know it'll keep people from getting from from dying, but we don't know. We have no. no we proof. know that. Yes, we know that. We how, know how that. We know in that? states in states where they have more guns, they have a way higher murder rate. Way higher. In states really? that have the, the fewest gun laws, have the really? highest uh, murder rates. This is Tampa not, has a has state. a higher murder rate than Chicago. Chicago is not a state. As a matter of fact, oh, and this comes city. up I all just, the time. I, I just said two cities. 
he just pulled a city instead of yeah and the the states with the uh, most guns and the most lax gun laws have the highest murder rates why chicago is, it stuff- is not a walled city you can go you can live in chicago and you can drive five minutes into the suburb and buy all the guns you want it's kind of a disingenuous argument to be frank well, how come the stuff that I read and the facts and figures that I read says in, in, in places with, you know, if you have two areas with similar uh, demographic backgrounds, one has tight gun laws, one has loose gun laws, why is it that the ones that, are, that have loose gun laws are, seem to have less problems? Where are you reading that? Uh, just about everywhere. You know, because I, I do try to, you know, flip back and forth and, and, and take into account, you know, look at England. England's banned weapons for, what, 10 years now, and violent crime has gone up. Same thing in Australia. What, what, kind, of, wait, 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 what, what kind of crime has gone up? Violent. How is the gun rate, how is the death by gun gone? Oh, well, first of all, England, uh, yeah, the death by gun has gone down, of course. It's gone how's down because the they don't have how's guns. How's the murder rate gone? Uh, England's, the hi- or, um, yeah, England's the highest murder capital rate of the, of the world, if I'm not mistaken. Per capita, yeah. I think you're. I think you're mistaken. Well, the per states with the highest gun ownership laws have a gun murder, an average uh, gun murder rate of 114 percent higher than those with the right, lowest. How about this? How many of those are criminals getting shot? I'd no, like to let, know. Let, let's have him get, come up with his his links. Send it out over Twitter when he gets off the air. That's, that's according and, to the we, CDC. You know, uh, uh, oh, Sean yeah. had asked me the other day. The Center for Disease Control. Sean had asked me the other day, hey, where are you getting that number from? Uh, 30,000 gun deaths per year. And that comes from the Center for Disease Control, who reported that in uh, uh, 2010, there was 31,672 firearm deaths. 31,000. So wait, this is a disease now? you don't think anything needs to be done about that as far as weapons. I don't want to put anything into you. Maybe you've got other plans. But you don't feel that the gun safety laws need to be changed in any way, that more than 31,000 gun deaths in 2010, 31,000 Americans who have been deprived of life, liberty, and happiness is fine. I think there ought to be a vote on those things. And if the majority of uh, America... Uh, agrees with you, I'm cool with that. But the fact that the majority of America agrees that we ought to have bans on assault weapons, we ought to have bans on high-capacity magazines, we ought to have universal background checks, and these goddamn things can't even come up for a vote in the Congress because there's so much money from the arms trade industry scaring the hell out of these people, I think is, is, is obscene, Dave. No, because this, here's the reason why there's no vote. Same reason why we can't have a vote for free speech, because it's, it's the First Amendment. The Second Amendment says, shall not be infringed. Right, and I don't know what your comprehension, no, no, what your wait, definition wait, 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 of shall wait, not be. Read the whole amendment to me, Dave. It says, uh, "Oh, we, we're going to do the." All right. No, you could you could just do your well regulated, and I will tell you that the word after that actually defines what needs to be regulated, which is militia. A well regulated militia, in order to keep the what is it, the peace and prosperity of the the, the people of this country, whatever. I'm paraphrasing. No, the right of the well, people. Don't paraphrase. Of, I'm looking don't it up. I'm getting the whole thing for you. Use the Second Amendment. Read what it says. All right, you're going to get me... I'm looking for it. It's going to be better ammo. I'm looking for it. I think you guys would have it memorized by now. Really? You know how much stuff we have memorized there, Brad? Because I I don't care. All I know is it says... You don't care? 
It says, it shall not be... militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. You'll notice that uh, when it was passed by Congress, the word state was capitalized. So it referred to the states. And a well-regulated militia... It's one sentence. You don't get to go right to the shall not be infringed part. That refers to something else in the sentence. So let's just be honest about that when we're having this debate. What does it debate. refer to? What does it refer to? The people? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, we okay. have all kinds of laws that have to do with the Second Amendment. You can't, uh, you can't go out and buy a, a machine gun. You can't go out right. and uh, bear infringed. a, a tank. That, that's, that's an arm. That's you can't go out and have right. a rocket launcher. You can't that's have a nuclear weapon. All of these things are infringed all the time in the law, right. and just because they're doing the it, court to be appropriate. Just because they're Sorry. doing it already doesn't mean they can keep on doing it. Again, how would you like it? Because you make your money from speech. How would you like it if a bunch of people came up and said, "Hey, listen, I think what you're talking about in your Green News report is bullshit, and I don't want you to to to, to report about that anymore." And you know what? Let's have a vote. Yeah. Let's you know. Let's yeah. you know. Let, let let's have the big companies do a smear campaign on Brad and, and your girl, and let's uh -huh. uh, say that you can't talk about the shit that you talk about. Let's have a vote mm -hmm. for that. No, you can't right. because it's the first fucking amendment, right? The well, second no, amendment that's says that's not why you can't. You you absolutely can have a vote on that. It would be pathetic. It would never hold up because it doesn't meet what what's called strict scrutiny when you're dealing with uh when you're dealing with rights. You have to be able to show that there is a, uh, it, it meets the strict scrutiny clause, which means you have to have, uh, show that there is a specific governmental in, uh, interest uh, in, in this law that would seem to abridge certain rights. So, for example, a governmental interest would be keeping people alive. That would be an argument that, that you know, would be made to defend such a law. Now, if you could argue that me and Desi doing the Green News report is resulting in people dying for, because we're doing this report, you could go and you could pass a law and or you could take it to court and you could make this argument if you want. That's how it works when it comes to our country. That's our constitutional system. Well, there aren't a lot of people dying with the amount of guns in proportion to the amount of people that are dying. It's a, it, 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 and I hate to sound uncaring. 100,000 shot a year is all right, so not what's the percentage a lot of, of people dying? What is 100,000, what's the percentage of the population of this country that are, that are dying? You're giving me a number, 100,000, but what's the actual percentage when you divide that by 330 million people? It's wow. less than point so of you're one something arguing or other. that 100,000 people shot a year, not a real significant problem. Well, 100,000 people shot a year includes uh, law enforcement doing it. The, the, You've got you to work with the, right. with the, the murders, which are 15,000. Okay, let's right? work with murders. So 10,000 right. murders a year. Right. More people die in car accidents than that. More people die okay. in car accidents than that. More people die from slipping and falling in their fucking bathtub. You know. So you're uh, cool. I'm, let's just make it so. So you're cool. Ten thousand murders a year, not a problem as you see it. I, I will see. That, what my thing is that you. I believe your approach will be ineffective. All right. I don't think okay. that will do anything. 
All right. Well, I don't think well, it will do my, a significant. Uh, well, it won't do a significant part, amount, but, but yet you, it's going to take something away from everybody else, and it's not going to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And then what you're going well, to say? Actually, we, but, but we know that it does, second. Dave. We know well, that in states where they have uh, stricter gun regulations, there are fewer murders. Oh, we we all disagree on that, that one, though. Well, so no, the numbers the, I. I, Brad, will you please send please send that information out when you get off? Because I'd like to read that and be able to to see where you're getting it from and and see if I can counter it. Because I don't agree with that. If you would please, I, I, can, I can read you. I got right, you know, right right here in front of me. Gun deaths per one hundred thousand, the highest. I can read you the states: Wyoming, Alabama, Montana, Alaska, Arkansas, West Virginia, Mississippi, Louisiana, Tennessee, Idaho. South Carolina, Kentucky, these are the states with the Hold highest gun ownership versus gun deaths Hold, by does, does state. It, does, the does lowest it include- are the ones with the strictest. New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Hawaii, California, Illinois. They have the lowest gun death per state uh, by gun ownership. That's now, the Center that, for Disease that, Control. I sent you the clip that, last Does week. that include hunting accidents and suicides? Is that all gun deaths or is that violent Gun death, murders. That would be gun deaths by uh, versus gun ownership per one hundred thousand. Yeah, gun deaths per. So the high. In other words, the higher the percentage of households that have guns, the higher the death rate. Now I find that very very Wait, hard to believe. Yeah, of course, uh, Look, see, that, that's there, there, you can argument. find it hard to believe if you want to deny the, the facts. But these are facts and figures. Dave's a facts and figures guy. These are numbers. This is easy to quantify. Yeah, tweet tweet that out so I can read it later. He'll crunch that one. Trust me, he will. Um, I, I, we're we're running way late, Brad. Um, I love having you on. I want to. I definitely want you to hear this Mike Martinez comment because you're out there saying that there is no nobody has any intention of trying to ban guns. Um, you've you've stated that in the very beginning of this. I'm not mistaken. No, no, right? taking no taking guns away. Okay, well that would be banning guns, wouldn't it? No, uh, there, there we had an assault weapons ban, for example, from '94 to 2004. It didn't take anybody's guns away. It kept them from being sold. Okay. Okay. Well, so if you have your AR-15. You, can you keep get it. to keep your AR-15 even well, under an assault weapons ban. Except for in this story here, which, hold on, Dave, hold on for a second. The first story that you asked me where I got it from, of course, you're going to bash where I got it from, but it is referred back to other places. Um, Where'd the, you get it from? The article came from InfoWars, <laughs> but it, it's also related to the Hapach. Say that again for me, Dave. Hapak. Hapak Patch. All right, there's, our, there's an article in <laughs> there also. The patch that the, uh, the AOL uh, uh, local no, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's it, some local paper. It's in, a local uh, newspaper that was reporting yeah. on this story of a man that had right. all his guns confiscated from him because his uh-huh. son threatened to take a water gun, a BB gun, and a pellet gun, uh, a paint gun, a BB gun, and a water pistol to bullies' houses that had beat him up earlier. They yeah, went. I see this at the at the uh, the blaze. This was in at uh, World Net Daily and at Free Republic. All the right wing side are, are pushing this story. Doesn't well, mean it's not true. But. It doesn't mean it's not true, right. right? They took his guns and told him he couldn't have them back until his son turned eighteen and moved out of the house. The kid's ten years old. They took his guns. Mm-hmm. They came to his house and took his guns and revoked his permit because his son said he wanted to go shoot a bully with a water gun. Isn't that ridiculous? Uh, well, let's see. The Blaze, which you know is Glenn Beck's yeah. newspaper uh, website, uh, says that he will have his um, uh, his pistol license indefinitely uh, suspended over perceived threats. Um, 
I, I will have to read this story. It to, says to here. Back I don't know. It says here. Wait, go ahead and say it's the worst case scenario as you paint it. Now, you know, I, I, again, I would, I, I would argue, don't read InfoWorld. Go read the actual story, the original reporter. Go look at the actual documents. See what they are, because I know you'll be shocked to learn uh, that some places, not just InfoWorld, but uh, or Info, InfoWars, but you know, some media sites sort of take these stories and don't report them accurately. So look at the actual case and find out what actually happened. But even if it's the worst-case scenario, as you describe it, um, we have court systems. We have uh, elections. This is one of the reasons I fight for elections. If you don't like the law that was passed, you can throw all of them out. You should you know, get people outraged about this and you know, go run for office, whatever. That doesn't mean... The government is coming to take all your guns. That doesn't mean that every uh, gun safety restriction that is proposed, uh, even ones that are supported by the NRA, by the way, as background checks used to be, it doesn't mean it's about the federal government coming to take your guns. It means these are laws being passed because people are trying to do something, and sometimes they'll make really shitty laws, and they need to be overturned and or the uh, shitty lawmakers need to be uh, thrown out of office. So this poor guy can't protect his family now for the next eight years because of this. Uh, yeah, well, I can't comment on it. I haven't read the story. <laughs> Let's just color me dubious. Uh, why, why don't you go and read that one? Maybe I'll call on. Uh, oh, uh, you're not going to be on D.C. this week. Damn it. Uh, we'll have to discuss yes, that one later. Not? Well, are, are you? Did you work out your, your daytime thing yet? Because I know that because he moved to the morning now or to the afternoon. Yeah, I know, and I haven't heard back from him uh, on that, so I'm not I'm not sure what our uh, what our plan will be. Okay, I know so we talked about it last if night. It, if so. it's possible, but all right, cool. Well, we want to hear you back on there because we do like getting pissed off by it. I want you to hear this this comment from Mike Martinez. I want to set the picture for you. It's a uh, a rally, an anti gun rally in uh, Austin, Texas, and um, he was going up to do some speaking on what they were there for. There were two guys there that were holding. Um, Stop the ban! Stop the ban on guns! Signs up, and this is who he's what, addressing. What ban? This that's what they were holding up. This is what he says to these people, and I want you to listen very carefully to what comes out of his mouth to these people. This is in Austin, Texas, in response to the guys holding up "Stop the ban on weapons" signs. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mike Martinez. Thank you so much. I've got a proclamation on behalf of the Mayor and City Council that we want to present, but I want to say a couple of words, um, and I'll be brief. First of all, to the gentleman that's dying for attention, uh, someone needs to inform him that there is no gun ban currently, but because of the work that we're doing here today, we will make your side legitimate shortly. Because of the work we're doing here today, we will make your sign legitimate shortly. Okay. So he's telling them, we are going to try to ban guns. We are trying to do that. Yeah, that's what Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush and uh, the, the majority of Congress was all in favor of for 10 years. Uh, that's what was the federal law that was in place. What's the problem with that? With banning guns? Yeah, with banning the, uh, the, banning the sale of guns, yeah. I think that's ridiculous. How are we supposed to be able to get guns if we ban them? Well, you, there was, <laughs> there's thousands and thousands of guns you can buy. 
there, these were certain weapons that were banned under the uh, under the federal assault weapons ban. That was the law of the land, and it didn't really seem to uh, uh, hurt anybody. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the type of crimes uh, performed with those guns decreased during the period of that assault weapons ban from 93 to 2004. Sounds okay to me, doesn't it? What's the problem with that? Well, I, I'm still really just perplexed by the assault weapon. What is an assault weapon? As it was defined by the 1993 law, uh, I'm sorry, 1994 law, uh, it was it, it was a, a type of weapon that had more two or more of certain characteristics. Okay, that's how they defined it in the law. I would think that all guns were assault weapons, though, because don't they assault everybody they come in contact to? Uh, when they are fired inappropriately, I mean, they certainly assault, uh, you know, uh, w- women, for example, who are, uh, you know, hugely more likely to be shot and killed by guns when they have a gun in the household. Actually, not just women, but, but men as well. Or, you know, I don't know if I'll presume you have a gun in your house. You are way more likely uh, to be shot and killed uh, than somebody who does not have a gun in your house. But, uh, you know, if you want to argue over the actual language in the law, I'm going to be the first guy supporting your ability to do that. Let's do it. Let's debate it. Let's vote on it. Let's serve we the people who the government is meant to serve. It is not meant to serve the arms industry, the international arms trade, the NRA is a despicable organization who lies to their members about what they do and about who they're serving. They are not serving the membership. The membership wants all kinds of things that the NRA will not allow a vote on. I think that's pretty insidious, don't you? I agree with you. I don't like the NRA either. I believe they are controlled opposition. So I don't trust the NRA as far as I can throw them. Uh, Are you a member? uh, No, I'm not a member. Good. I support Gun Owners of America, um, and uh, I can't remember the other one that I, I... Has Gun Owners of America also lied to the uh, American people about, for example, this uh, this UN treaty, claiming that it would uh, take away your Second Amendment rights? Because that's what the NRA did, and it's pretty insidious. It's a fucking lie. Well, uh, I don't necessarily know if I believe it's a lie. If you read into the bill, it could very easily be used against us. And this, this UN... Really? Did you, yeah. read, did you read the... It's not a bill, it's a treaty. Did you read it? I've read parts of it. I haven't read the whole thing how fully. Could be, how could it be used? I'd love to know, because I've actually read it, and I would love to know how it could be used against anybody to, to take away your Second Amendment rights when it very specifically says that uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the country itself, their gun laws, internally are not affected in any way, shape, or form by this treaty. So please, please tell me, since you have all of these right-wing loons out there lying to people about what's in that bill, please tell me how this could affect your Second Amendment rights. Please. It's, it's just a good stepping stone to show that they, they have intent to bring it forward. Um, we'll get into no, that another time not. also. That's bullshit, Sean. That's, that's bullshit. Read the treaty. It has nothing to do with our internal laws. Furthermore, the, the, the Supreme Court has already determined 
that the law of the land, that our uh, laws, our constitution, takes precedence over anything, any U.N. treaty that we're signed. That's complete and utter misinformation. And our co- you and I should do better than that. And our government's really following our constitution at this point in time? So let's have no laws because nobody's going to follow it anyway. Let's have anarchy. I mean, it's a silly argument. This is to keep... Look, the only people that voted against the U.N. treaty, the International Arms Trade Treaty, were, do you know the three countries that, that... The only three countries in the entire U.N. that voted against that treaty? No, which North three? Korea, China, and the United States. There you go. Which one? North Korea, China, and the United States. No, actually, North Korea, Syria, and Iran... So, I thought we were involved in that, too. The United States voted in favor of it. So it's North Korea, Syria, Iran, and the Republicans in the U.S. Congress who are against this, uh, this treaty. And the NRA, by the way. Who yeah, are well, you don't, you don't see a lot of deaths or murders in uh, uh, North Korea, do you? And the only murders you really see in what? Iran what? are from our own wait, 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 uh, what? What? Our people. Governmental murders you see a lot of. You don't see a lot of murders by yeah. civilians. Yeah, right. you see a lot of murders by the government of North Korea, and that's what the uh, U.N. Arms uh, Treaty is meant to stop, to stop selling arms to, uh, you know, to, to terrorists, to uh, regimes, to violent uh, human oh, yeah. rights abusers. That's I'm what so it's meant afraid. to stop. I'm so it's not afraid gonna, of North Korea. It has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. It's disinformation. Look, you guys like to say, well, I don't want to say you guys, but I know Ledge likes to say, follow the money. The money here is the arms trade. The money that the NRA has to operate comes from the arms trade. It doesn't come from their membership. And who's one it of the biggest from the industry? Who's one of the biggest countries in the arms trade trade business? The U.S. Right. So where did right. all these countries get their weapons from? Many of them from the U.S. Right. Are we still shipping weapons to um, forces that are fighting their own governments? Are we supporting um, people that are trying to overthrow a government somewhere? Uh, undoubtedly, I'm not sure what you're referring to, but sure. Well, Syria, I mean, Syria sure we are, because the, arms, <laughs> the U.S. arms trade gets to do pretty much whatever they want, which is why it took 10 years to finally get this uh, U.S. arms trade treaty passed, a U.N. arms trade treaty passed, and we'll see if it uh, even gets through the Senate, which it probably won't, because the, U- uh, the arms trade has such control over the Congress rather than we, the people, having control over the Congress. Well, in our country, our government is doing most of this trading. Our government, you know, fast and furious, don't forget about that. We've sent all those weapons there. We're supporting what is known to be al-Qaeda in Syria right now. We're sending them weapons, we're sending them support, we're sending them money. Are we not? Um, I don't know that we know that, but I'll go ahead and say sure to, to hear the rest of your argument. <laughs> the point is, is the evil that runs our country is the main person supplying all these weapons to other countries. So this this UN treaty is, it's just stupid. I mean... Well, this UN treaty would stop that from happening, would, would make it illegal for a country like the U.S. Uh, to sell arms to a, a country that was known to be, you know, to, to Somalia, Somalia and Somali pirates and North Korea and, uh, you know, any of these regimes that are using these weapons um, for human rights abuses like murder and shit. But it's not going to stop the CIA from doing what they want to do. Again, you know, 
every single law will not stop absolutely everything. You know, we have drunk driving laws. They don't keep people from driving drunk. Yet, I think it's a pretty good idea that we have drunk driving laws. Uh, you know, we have, again, seatbelt laws, speed limit laws. They don't stop everybody from violating those laws, yet we still make those laws in hopes that they will decrease, uh, you know, the worst-case scenario. All so right, so it's, wait a, it's a really weak <laughs> argument. Have you heard about the big problem that they're having in New Hampshire with seatbelts and, 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 and the deaths of, of cars in, in uh, New Hampshire? No. no. And the reason, and, you know, New, New Hampshire is the only state in the nation that doesn't have seatbelt laws. They oh, and they're also open carry. And by the way, while wait, I've been wait, wait, for wait, the last, wait, 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 what's the seatbelt law? What? There's no seatbelt law in, in, Vermont, in uh, New Hampshire. And they're, having, and they're having more deaths, you're saying? No, that's what I'm saying. You don't hear about the problems that New Hampshire has with uh, motorcycle deaths because th there's no helmet law there. There's no seatbelt law there. It's an open carry state. Uh, there's a whole plethora of things that um, New Hampshire does. If we, that's can, show, if we can show that not wearing seatbelts decreases no, 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 no. the death People... rates in cars, then we ought to do away with seatbelt laws. But I suspect that's not actually the case. As a matter of fact, I know that deaths in cars have dropped exponentially since uh, federal seatbelt laws. But, you know, even though seatbelt laws, if I recall, actually, I don't know. I was going to say the speed limit laws don't have to be in place. You can have them be whatever you want, but then you take less uh, federal uh, dollars for your roads right. or something like that. Right, exactly. Right, right. Laws, laws don't actually, you can't really legislate morality. I, I, I've driven in New Hampshire. I drive, I drive in Tampa all the time without my seatbelt. If I'm driving locally, I drive without seatbelt. You drive without your seatbelt? I drive without it openly all the time. Um, why? But when I go on the highway, I put it on. Why? Because I don't want why it on. Would you do it? Why, would you not, why would you not wear it when it's, you're, you're way more likely to be killed in a car without it on? Because I don't want to. Because he's a free man and he should be allowed to do what he wants. Why should the government tell you you have to wear your seatbelt so you don't get killed? Feel free to take that argument and, and run on it and, and try to change the law to say we shouldn't have to wear our seatbelts. That's fine. I support you in that. What I don't support is an industry that comes out and lies about facts and figures, that puts out bullshit, that tells you that the government is coming to take your guns and that this is all meant as a slippery slope, and that a U.N. treaty that has absolutely nothing to do with the Second Amendment is, make no mistake, meant to undermine the Second Amendment, as Wayne LaPierre lied to people. Uh, that's the bullshit that I have a problem with, and that's what I speak to. Let's have an honest, legitimate debate. We get to do that on your show, Sean, and I'm, I'm greatly appreciative of that, even though I know we ran way over time, and I hope I haven't screwed up the rest of your uh, schedule or no, your you're night. Good. No, you're good. I appreciate that. I appreciate doing it on Scott's. What I don't appreciate is people making shit up, and that's what we see uh, from the industry who play a lot of people like you guys. And I don't mean I'm not going to say you guys, but people like you guys. They play a lot of you guys for fucking fools. All right. Uh, while I've been quiet for the last 15 minutes, I've actually looked up per capita gun crimes per state, and the it's 2011 from FBI. Now, this is firearm murders per 1,000 population, okay? Now, as the United States on a whole, it's 2.75, right? So 2.75 deaths by, uh, for, for firearm murders per capita of 330 million people, right? 
Alaska, 224. 2.75 per thousand? Is that what you just said? Per 100,000. Per 100,000, okay. All right, so some of the states that you mentioned that had higher or lower rates are wrong. Some of them actually, like like Hawaii, has a ridiculously low one at of 0.07. Yeah, they have the lowest. That's what I said. They were down there with New Jersey, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts. They are not the lowest. New Hampshire. Oh, no, they are the lowest. It's 0.07. All right, New Hampshire's 0.05. Oh, 0.5. Uh, that probably is the lowest. Um, and there are states in there that I was like, that I was kind of aghast that I actually had a higher one. Like Louisiana, 10.16. Yeah, uh, and they have great uh, gun laws. Anybody can have one. Yeah, but yeah, do you ever look at the people that live there? Well, <laughs> well there, there might be other reasons. Like the border states are actually kind of high. Are the top too, 10? Like, what are the top 10, Dick? I can't list it. I, I act, I'm, I'm going through it alphabetically. I, I wish I could sort it. Uh, I, I have it on a stupid spreadsheet I haven't been able to format yet. But um, let's see the, the, the let's see if I get ones that come out. Mississippi seven point six, Missouri four point six four. Uh, I said Louisiana. Uh, yeah, they're District way higher than the national uh, than the, uh, the national average. You right. said it was two point seven five. District of Columbia twelve point four six. Where is it? Michigan is five point oh six. Michigan's got Detroit in it. Uh, what is it, Illinois? It? Yeah, Illinois is, is where Chicago is. All right, that's actually a little bit above the national average. That's uh, 2.93. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty, so, pretty low, no, actually. So, well, no, there, there are some surprising things, but, uh, you know, th- there are some ups and downs. Some, some things you said were right, some th- things you said were wrong. But I don't think... Well, you better you tell know, me so, what I said was wrong, Dave. Well, <laughs> Wyoming is 2.01. Wisconsin's 1.47. West Virginia is 2.87. Washington what are we State. About? Well, I'm just going by the ones I know. Like I've been in Vermont. I know the gun laws in Vermont. There's, you don't even need a, a, a carry permit to carry a gun in Vermont. It's one of the three states. It's got a .75. Utah, .97. Texas is 2.91. Tennessee is actually kind of high, 3.92. South Dakota, you had mentioned that. That's .06 or .6. So... There are some that are higher uh, I, I, and some I have that to are lower. See what, what, what year and, and what statistics you're talking about? Because, um, you know, it, it's not every single state. If you look at it on average, the states that have the most guns have the most gun violence, most murders, the highest murder rate. Well, of course, I mean, it's, it's state, common hold sense, hold on, hold and it goes against this nonsense, this bullshit that the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Complete and utter bullshit. It's not the only bullshit. Thing that stopped the gu- I'm sorry. It's, it's not bullshit. Wait, and, and I want to hear what... On, hold on, hold on. Of course, states with more guns have more gun violence because there's more guns. It's like saying states with more cars have more accidents than states without cars. You know, that's, that's a bullshit argument. Of so course, fewer you're going to have more gun violence fewer than states gun that deaths, have more guns. Right? Well, here's the thing. We want to solve a problem, right? And the problem wait, wait, is... Wait, just right or wrong know, on that one, Dave. What? Say again? Fewer guns mean fewer gun deaths. Right or wrong? Of course. That's like saying fewer cars okay. uh, have fewer uh, auto deaths. Okay. So uh, so I just, just want to be clear because that's the, the opposite that they, of what you know, most of the Republicans in Congress and what the NRA will tell you who, who say the only thing that stops a good guy with a gun is a, a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But go ahead. Let me ask you something. I know and that I, more I, guns I, make us safer. That's just a fucking lie. It more is guns not, do not make us safer. More guns in the hands of the right people make us safer. Hold on a second. 
You may be in favor of more guns. That's fine. But don't say more guns make us safer because the facts and figures tell us the opposite. All right. So are, are you meaning safer as in gun deaths? Because that we don't know the rate of homicide. I'm looking up here firearm murders. I'm not even looking up murders. I'm just looking up firearm murders. All right. What I should have done is murder per capita per, per hundred thousand, and you know define it through what other means. That's what I posted to Brad last week. Was the FBI's homicide rate, and it shows um, assault rifle, handgun, shotgun, knife. I mean, it breaks everything down. Right. You're not taking when you say yeah states. With more guns, have more gun violence. But you're not saying, well, states with less guns don't have less violence or gun violence. But do they actually have less? Well, they do. De- less uh, violence. Yeah. Is, is the crime is rate? Less, is, 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 is the is the crime rate or the murder rate going down conversely? In other words, are guns the only thing that that kill people? Now, let's just say in those well, states. If I'm sending that, my on. kid to school, and I have a choice of a mass murderer coming in. With an AR-15 and a hundred rounds of drum magazine or a baseball a bat, I'm going to choose the baseball bat every fucking time. But see, like Dave you, you said, you don't choose. get that choice exactly. You don't get that choice. You can't choose. Of course, choose. I get that choice. Of you course, you, I get that choice. You can go. Hold on a you second. Wait vote. a second. Yeah. Now I'm getting mad. <laughs> you <laughs> get to have the choice of how, of what of of the, the crazy person that you're going to meet. You get to choose how they're going to hurt you. Are you fucking insane? Of course you do. Of course you do. Gerald Lofner, had he not been able to buy a 30-round magazine, uh, he, he, he shot 31 uh, people. or th- There were 31 shots fired by Gerald Lofner in Tucson. Mm-hmm. He had 30 rounds in his magazine. He had one bullet in his chamber. He shot 31 times. Uh, I can't remember how many people got. I think it was uh, 17 shots, something like 10 killed, something like that. He was only stopped by a little old lady when that magazine ran out of bullets and he had to stop to change his magazine. Wait, Lofner was... The little old lady tackled him. The little old lady tackled him. And when she had him on the ground, that little old lady almost got shot by a guy who came running out of the Safeway with a concealed carry permit and almost shot the little old lady and stopped just seconds before he killed her. The, wo- oh, the so woman... The unarmed almost, woman almost, who tackled Gerald So a responsible right, gun owner didn't pull the trigger at the right time. Right. Just like the, the mall guy that was going and shooting up the mall, there was right. a responsible gun owner that was ready to shoot him. He saw him, and he went and shot himself. Right. It was the responsible unarmed woman who tackled Lofner when yeah. his magazine ran out. 21 ask- other people got shot. Because there was no 10-round limit that was in place during the uh, assault weapons ban from 93 to 2004. Let me ask you this. She would have been able to stop him. Do do you think a little old lady would have been able to... 10 people die, it would have been three or four people die. I think that would be a great success. You don't know that. You're prognosticating now. You have no fucking idea what would happen if that lady wasn't there. All right? No, no. No, no. What do you mean if that lady wasn't there? We know... You're dreaming shit up. We know... You're dreaming we know that now, she the, could the not have been... The question I really want to ask Hold on, hold on Dave, not, hold on. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, she was not able to tackle him and do anything about it until his uh, magazine ran out of bullets, and he had to change his magazine. When he did that, when he changed the magazine, he was vulnerable, he was able to be tackled. That's what oh, happened. By a little old shot. lady. It wasn't until really? after 31 You're shots were fired. You're buying that story? Same thing happened in, in the Sandy Hook, by the way. 
You're buying what? 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 A little old lady? Wait, all right, no, no. Hold on. Uh, forget all this shit. I want to ask you: Have you ever had to use a weapon in defense? What does that have to do with anything? Because uh, I'm asking you: Have you ever had to? Have you ever? Have you ever uh, perceived a threat and had to defend yourself? Of course. All right. Have you ever used a gun to do that? Have I ever fired a gun to protect myself? No. Have you ever used I actually, a gun? I, I, I don't. I, I really. I, you know, I've, I've been asked about this before on Scott's show. I don't talk about my own security issues. But what, what, what would you like me to say in order to help make your argument? I'm happy to hear right. your argument. Okay. So for, all right. So forget that. I'm just going to tell you that I've had to use a gun in defense. All right. I uh -huh. didn't fire a shot, but I had to use a gun. All right. I thought uh -huh. somebody was coming into my house. I grabbed, and there was four people outside. I have a uh, 9mm with 16 round clips. I only keep 15 bullets in. I saw somebody, I, I, it's a long story, but this guy threatened me at one point, stole my car, threatened me. I got the car back, and I thought uh, he was coming back to my house to fuck with me. And if you Ran didn't have 15 rounds, a uh, 15 round magazine, uh, let's say you pulled out a shotgun, two, had, you feel had, you couldn't have uh, defended yourself? I had two clips. I had 30 rounds on me, right? And because okay, I don't know feel, what's going how many, on. I, how many shots did you fire? I didn't fire a single shot. But the thing is, okay, I went and there. How, and, and do you think it was because they saw that you had 30 rounds that made them run that had you pulled out a, a shotgun uh, or a handgun with just oh. six bullets? As a matter of fact, you said you had how many? Six bullets in there? No, the, 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 the 9 millimeter at the time, I had 15 rounds in the clip and I had and, uh, 15 rounds in my pocket. Okay. And yeah, there was, there was, there was had five had, let's people say, in the truck. Six rounds in there, or ten, you wouldn't have been able to defend yourself. There were four or five people. I did not know uh -huh. what was going on. I was by right. myself. All right. Yeah. And and I'm glad that I had the thirty rounds to to, to make sure that I could suppress whatever the fuck was going to happen. Right? Yeah, well, I, I did not I know. know. I'm glad I have a. I, don't, a, I, don't, know, I didn't get to pick and choose to say one guy had one gun with six rounds in it and say, okay, all I need is seven rounds now. I didn't know what the story know, was. It, it, I've been asking for months since Sandy Hook of an example. And, you know, we hear uh, gun owners talk. Actually, we hear stooges who are, you know, hoaxed by the NRA tell us how we need 30 round magazines. And I've asked for any example of. Uh, a high-capacity uh, magazine in an assault weapon that was needed to defend somebody in a crime. It who sounds you to me... Who, are, who the fuck are you to that? determine need? How do you determine need? That's a subjective term. You can't legislate you, you, need. You clearly didn't need 30 rounds. You didn't even need one round. I didn't As a matter of fact, right. a shotgun would have... It was nice, it was nice to know that I had it. It was nice to know okay. that I had it, and I'm glad I did, and I'm not giving well, that shit nice up. it would be nice to know that I've got an electrified moat filled with alligators outside <laughs> my house, but that doesn't mean everybody has to have one. But that well, doesn't mean you should be so, told you can't. Right, so exactly. Uh, if that's what you want. Actually, it does. If it infringes on other people, let's say, you know, children in the neighborhood who get eaten by the alligators, then, yeah, I think it's perfectly appropriate. They shouldn't have been on your property. Put a restriction on my electrified alligator pond. Okay. Yeah. They, right. they shouldn't have been on your property, I guess, should they have been. Following your logic, how is me having a 30-round clip and my assault rifle infringing on anybody else's rights? In yours, it wasn't. 
in Gerald Lofner's, it was. Right. And so in many cases, it is. And he's and the one on right. medication, if, too, to if top you it off. Don't take my shit away because somebody else abused their uh, tools. Nobody is taking your <laughs> shit away. All right, what, what? I have to take guns away from my son because of the fucking laws up there. All right, they're taking the they're taking the right to own a sh- to own a gun away. Those are the kind of guns he wants. Guess what, man? My son can't carry that shit in his po- in his coat pocket. He's got the guns. He can't abuse that because he'll get shot. You don't you, you know, don't like that law, but he's not. They're, they're not taking away your son's gun. They may take away. You're, he, you're saying that they're he doesn't have the right to have a thirty round uh, magazine. Okay, that's the law. I don't see anything in the Constitution that says they can't pass that law. And your son ought to mount a campaign, and I will support his campaign (laughs) to throw those people out of office. How could you not understand shall not be infringed? How can you not understand shall not be infringed? Right? Because the last part of the Second Amendment describes the individual. A magazine is not an arm. An empty uh, magazine is not an arm. All right, if I didn't have a clip, it's then a, I can't you know, shoot it's the like gun. gun. It's you, can, like, you can tax bullets all you want. Tax bullets a thousand percent. It's not That's in like regulating fucking rims and tires on your car. You, you, you know what? You could have all the car you want, but you can't fucking put it on tires that'll stick to the ground. That's fucking retarded. <laughs> Dave's getting mad, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I promised myself. I yeah, you did mad. promise yourself. All right, back no, down. No, you can get mad. I, I, don't, I don't know what... I, I, actually, I, did, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear that argument because I think I was talking over you, so I'm sorry about that, but... If you don't like the law, vote the bad lawmakers out. I'm with did you. We, I'll support did we, you. Did we, did we get a chance to vote on the law to begin with? I didn't vote for it. It was just well, ha- we it was created by Congress. Now, now, I gotta, right? now i got to come up with a fucking thing to pass amongst the people to get it repealed? It's an unjust yes. law. Yes. No, yes. I, didn't, I wasn't, wasn't part of the process. Dave, I, wasn't par- I wasn't part of the process to begin with. Dave, yes, well... You weren't because you don't live there, and it was a local law, and I suspect you agree with states' rights, and the states' rights have the right alive. to pass a law for their state. What's I the problem with alive. that? You don't was, like the law. I was okay. certainly available for the, uh, or around when the assault weapons ban came out. Did I get to, a chance to vote on that? No. Of course you happened. did. You voted for those representatives. Yeah, but I didn't vote on that law. If we don't I, now, have, now, I have, now I have country, to go through all this work to undo Dave, something I had nothing to do with. Dave, why do you hate the Constitution, man? I don't. <laughs> it's just that shall not be infringed by, by, t- by taking away parts of a weapon is infringing on my right to own a fucking weapon. Good. Go to court, make your case, but the point is we have a constitutional democracy. We don't have a direct democracy. That's the way it works. If you don't like that law and there's shitty laws that are passed all the time, then you right, throw the people out who pass them, and you overturn the law. It's not, go- you know, it's not I fucking federal the- government tyranny shit every time a bad ha- law is passed. Shit doesn't happen like that. Tell me the last law that was ridiculous that got overturned. The, the last law that was ridiculous Just, that got okay. overturned. Uh, Defense of Marriage Act. All right. Did people in the state actually have a chance? Did they vote on the... the, the did they? they? Actually, in California, they probably did vote on the Defense of Marriage Act, right? The Defense of Marriage so the people Act did actually bring that. You want to you talk about state laws? You want to talk about federal laws? Take no, let's, let's talk about California. They, they actually got... They brought that... They got to vote on that, right? Not on the Defense of Marriage... The Defense of Marriage Act is federal law. Well, let's just talk about something that... that, that uh, 
Well, actually, there's marijuana. You want to talk about the state of California. The state of California supposedly passed Prop 8, which took away the right of marriage equality in the state of California. So all these people that got married, all these people that were planning on getting married, we went to the ballot box directly in an initiative and voted to ban marriage equality. That is being challenged in a court of law. It's being challenged at the Supreme Court, as a matter of fact. Does that help your, your question? No, yeah. Because well, the courts have found that that law was unconstitutional so far. It should right, have so, never been in place anyway. Right. So laws, laws, laws get enacted all the time that are unconstitutional. And, 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 and the people voted directly on that, by the way. The people voted gun. to ban marriage equality in California, even though we already had that right. It was determined by our uh, state courts that uh, the same-sex marriages were perfectly uh, allowable and constitutional. All right, so but all right, so the law that they created was deemed unconstitutional, correct? By the state. By the state, right? Because the states have constitutions as well, and all fifty states have ratified the United States Constitution. Um, so, are then because the Constitution specifically states that the uh, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed, if a law is created to hamper that, is that unconstitutional? The law shouldn't that you, says that talks you about change well the regulating the militia, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Militia. The All right. There's two different things here. There's a group of people and there's individuals. No, there's not. Right? There's, no, no, no. There's, well there's regulated not. militia is well regulated it's, militia is a group of people. Okay, and then it, the end the, the says the right of the of a person shall not be infringed. All right. So one part. No, it says the right the of the people. And it talks about the security of a free state as opposed to the federal government. It talks about a well-regulated militia. Right. What is so, your? Yeah. It doesn't mean it, it was, the courts have long ago decided that yes, there can be ban bans on certain weapons. Why haven't you been complaining about the ban on machine guns for on automatic I have, weapons? I, I have. Why aren't I you would. raising hell about automatic uh, the lack of machine guns and tanks and nuclear weapons? We have talked about that before, Brad. Way, we feel. We feel we should have any weapon our government has be, to be able to protect ourselves from our government, which is the whole point of the Second Amendment. So I should be able to make any kind of bombs I want. I should be able to uh, anthrax. I should be able to cook up anthrax. No problem with that, right? As long as, as, long as you use it in defense, absolutely. But if you use it for offense, now you're out. So I okay. So you believe that people should be able to create their own nuclear weapons, uh, anthrax. You don't believe that uh, accidents that could occur... Uh, might affect too many people, that you agree that we should have tanks if we want to buy them and rocket launchers. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Go I argue do. and make that case. I'm not going to stop you. Can't, because, they, because they've made unconstitutional laws. Now, listen, there is actually, you know, most of the planet uh, does it the way we according do. According to who? One. Wait, according to who? Because the courts have found these laws perfectly constitutional. Yeah, and the courts had originally, well, the lawmakers originally found that the um, the, the, the anti the anti marriage laws in your state were, were fine and dandy, and then then they had no, to take it to court. No, 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 take no, no they didn't. No, they Here. when the first time this went to the court, the court said no, we can't infringe upon the rights of uh, uh, of same sex couples to get married. That's what the courts decided, and the courts have decided over and over and over again that various restrictions on, uh, on weapons, on bullets, on bombs, on tanks, on nuclear weapons are perfectly constitutional. Now, if you don't course, like yeah. that, of if you don't like do, the because... Constitution, you can change the Constitution or you can move to a different country. But 
these are facts. Honduras. I plan on it. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've already got one foot out of this country, man. I, you know, another couple, another year or so, I, I'll be, I'll be uh, skyping in from a foreign land. Where are you going? I'm going probably somewhere in Latin America, where the, where the corruption. Latin America. Is, is, you think you're going to yeah, have more? The, you think you're going to have more rights in Latin America? <laughs> I'll be left alone. Nobody's going to really. Call, hey, what, like, what country are you going to, dude? Most of the countries in Latin America, the cops have to buy their own bullets. Nobody's getting accidentally shot. Nobody's Which fucking. Nobody's trying. To? Nobody's shoving GMOs down my fucking throat. Um, I could do really? too much. Whatever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you need you need to read some more, my friend. Do you oh, think, you don't that think there I... are nobody shoving GMOs down your throat in other countries? Really? Other countries well, have banned GMOs, not yeah. us. And, and, yeah, and, he, and, the, and the countries where he's going. The countries that I'm looking into. They're so poor they can't even afford GMOs. They, they're like, that's ridiculous. Why would I buy seeds from you when all I, I have seeds already? And next, when, because after it the is next the cro- poorest countries that use the most GMOs because they go out there and they lie to them that you save money, that you don't have to use pesticides if you use these particular crops. All I'm saying, you know, and I don't know you that well. Uh, I think you're a good guy on the radio, not so much on Twitter, but never mind that. I think you're a good guy. When you're getting ready to leave the country, send me your list of countries. I, I, I may be able to recommend one over another because I like you. Uh, Brad, I am f- I've been researching this for years. All right? I'm okay. not uh, ignorant about this because it, it okay. really takes – I'm leaving family, friends, and everything, and most of all, the government of this fucking country because I just – I can't take it anymore. Fucking can't take well, I hope you stay here. I hope you stay here and fight the good fight. But I understand if you can't, can't if win. you gotta leave. I appreciate that, and and uh, I'm, I'll just be sorry to see you go. That's all I can say. All right, guys, uh, we're I, getting close to midnight here. Brad, um, can I get another a, 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 a new drop from you? Maybe uh, you know a little uh, less insulting this time. <laughs> no, I you like. Know, can I, like... I just say I can't believe the way Lexi has fucking filibustered all fucking night long. She's not feeling well. She actually had to step away from the mic. So, uh, oh, I'm so then I'm sorry I made that joke. <laughs> it's um, okay. <laughs> but she did uh, plan on doing that, to be honest with you. <laughs> she what? She did plan on doing that, though, to be honest with you. Is it getting, uh, feeling not well and leaving? No, no filibustering you. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I, I would have enjoyed that. Uh, all right, you're, uh, let's see, uh, uh, what, what, what's the name of the show again? It's the first 52, and we're on Raz Radio Live now. Okay. RazRadioLive.com. Because uh, I was going to, I had some joke about your, you don't want me to make an insulting one. <laughs> no, you do whatever um, you want to do, it's fine. I love your other one. I don't know if you heard it when we, when I had just, uh, I did, up. And, and I was honored. Excellent. Um, anyway, I was going to come up with some sort of joke about the first 52 steps in a, in a, an AA meeting, but it won't work. <laughs> so you're listening, you're listening to the first 52 with Sean Rass on Rass Radio. Believe almost all of what you hear, but be skeptical. <laughs> Excellent, Brad. I appreciate it. And Is that I can't... less insulting? Somewhat less insulting. So, somewhat less insulting. Yeah, we'll use it. Don't worry. And I, I, before I let you go, I gotta, you know, I can't forget about this. Can I stick around when Raz comes on so I can tell him where he's wrong? He's absolutely not wrong. He's, he's right. So I just wanted to throw that at you one last time. <laughs> No, I appreciate it because the one time you were right, I'm glad that the tape recorder was running. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Brad, where can we find you at? You can find me uh, on the Twitters and call me any name you like uh, at the Brad blog. 
My website is bradblog.com. The Facebook is uh, The Brad Blog. And uh, really enjoyed talking to you guys, both you guys, uh, especially you, Fortoad, uh, because I, I think you, uh, you are kind of a creep on the Twitters, but you're right. You have been less so lately, and uh, you are not a creep at all on the radio, and I've really enjoyed talking to you, my friend. Well, I, I thank you, and uh, I have respect for you. Even though uh, we differ on certain things, I think you're well-informed. Um, sometimes I think you're, you're, you're skewing the numbers, but I think we all do that. So you have an agenda, I have an agenda, uh, but I respect your lack of calling names, although you have called me a fucking idiot. Um, what on the Twitters, thing? right? Yeah, on the Twitter. But that, but that was well, actually you shouldn't, was, been a, you shouldn't have been a fucking idiot. I wouldn't have had to call you that. <laughs> that was actually it was. I think it was right after uh, Newtown, and I I led the charge about oh shit they're coming for our guns, and I, I you know I totally missed the boat on being empathetic of what's going on, and I was like I, I took the opportunity to stand up and flex my muscles and. Uh, I don't know. I'm not proud of that right now. But anyway, uh, I appreciate well, you. Well, and I, then I, I am sorry uh, that I, I resorted to calling you names in, in any case. And I do hope you'll let me come visit you in that foreign country after you move. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I actually All plan right. on having a compound because I, I'm sure more and more people are going to come. He's trying to get us to go with him, so uh, you never know. We might be there too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, yeah. Save your money. There's a lot of people who are trying to hoax you into spending a whole lot of it on shit you don't need. Just saying. Well, we grow all our own stuff when we get to, right. when we do that. So we're already all working on that. All right, we're going to wrap it up, Brad. I appreciate your time tonight. Um, we look forward to hearing more of you on DC. Have you back on again sooner than last time? And uh, you know, it's, it's it's nice to have a conversation with you. Um, we again, we don't b- agree on a lot of things, but when we do, it's a positive thing. And when we don't agree, it's it's just as good because we're getting all the sides out and we're allowing our listeners to choose where they want to be. And if we talk it through, Sean, I bet we agree on way more than we disagree with. So it's been really great talking to you, Sean. Really great talking to you, Dave. And Lexi, wherever you are, I'm hoping you're feeling better soon so you can come back and and filibuster next time. (laughs) Excellent, brother. You have a great night. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good night. Peace. Bye. Now that went very well, Dave. You held yourself very good. I think that that was a very good conversation. uh, I, I had a plan in my head back, you know, six, eight hours ago when I was in another state of mind. And wow, it worked out so well in my head. Um, but I, I tried to appeal to, yes, we don't want kids to die. Um, but the thing is, he, I think the core thing is that he thinks that taking shit away from people is going to help tremendously. And that's why I called him out on the first one. I was like, yeah, it's, it's wrong for you know, the government to legislate something when it only affects a small amount of people. Right, it's kind of ridiculous, right? Yeah, I agree. And he he was like, yeah. And then, but yet, that's his stance on gun control is like, let's take away shit that only affects a small amount of people. His thing, you know, he's 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 going with the uh, he's pulling out the hard things. Well, people die. Yeah, I get that. But the the fact of the matter is, and you, know, you do a numbers thing, taking shit from a lot of people to prevent uh, to, to attempt to prevent something from not happening is. I think is morally wrong because I don't think that's going to work. That's not going to stop bad from doing bad things. Taking tools away from people. I, I didn't even get a chance to say, hey, listen, Newtown is the third worst school shoot, school mass murder. And that was, they used, you know, if you believe the story, they he used an AR-15. Right. Second worst uh, homicide in a school was West Virginia, and he used a 
handgun. But the first worst murder in school history, mm-hmm. there wasn't even a bullet fired. Yeah, that was and the actually, bomb in 1932 or 33? 36 or something. 30, yeah, yeah, it's like the bath bombings or something yep, like that. Yep, exactly. Right. So, you know, and, and that's actually at a, at, a, at a time when when machine guns were legal, guns didn't have fucking, um, uh, there was no gun laws, there was no registration, there was no, I don't even think they had serial numbers that, uh, that were recorded by the government. They might have had serial numbers, but it wasn't recorded, you know? Right. And it was, it, it, you had access to way more shit then, and the guy, because you can't stop crazy. You can't legislate that out. No. Why do I have to pay for the crazy people? You know? And, you can't, and, and, and I don't think he could see past that. No, and he won't. And, uh, you know, it went well. I was happy with it. Um, yeah. I thought you did a really good job, so great job from you tonight, Dave. I really appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to, well, it's what, 12, 12.04. Holy shit, we went two hours straight? Yeah, we went two We didn't even take a second break. Yeah, I was just going to pull up the closing music. I'm like, Jesus, we didn't even do this break. I'll just save that one for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to play, before we sign off, um, I've got it here. I guess Lee Camp is up to uh, a whole new thing, and he's looking for some assistance. So I want to play this to help uh, promote what he's trying to do. And then we'll do our closing sign-off. So we'll go about 15 after. A little late tonight, but hey, it was worth it. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah I think that was a, a good uh, good show. There you go. You might have to mark that one up for your little vacation. Yeah. And it'll give you two hours off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, I've got a bunch of suggestions from from some people, though, that I uh, I really like the suggestions I got so far. Cool. So. Yeah. Make it, make it uh, user or listener... Uh, driven, and we also have uh, Susan Lindauer. We won't be able to have her for a guest again. I saw she's got her own show now. Yeah, she started her own show up tonight. So yeah. uh, good luck to her. Cuts into mine, but uh, you know, hey, that's okay. Maybe we're boring one night. You guys go to check her out. <laughs> Let's see what Lee Camp's got to say. This is going to run choppy. I'm not going to play it tonight. Yeah, it's going to run choppy. I'll have to play it for him next week. Hey, I'm. Yeah. Screw that. All right, Dave, you got anything last? I finally found a different list of of the deadliest states. Mississippi, Arizona, Alaska, Arkansas, and Louisiana, top five. Okay. And they they probably are ones with less restrictive guns or gun things. Based on the names, I'd say that. Um, Again, though, I'd like to... See, there's there's more that needs to be tied into this than just the amount of guns. I'd like to see the amount of um, prescription rate of psychedelics in that or uh, psychotropics in the, those states. I'd like to see different figures associated with what's causing these shootings. And I didn't even get into the psychotro- psychotropics with him, and I wanted to. And that's like I wanted to ask him. He kept throwing the, the Sandy Hook, a thousand people have been killed since then. I'd like to see um, statistics – from the date of Sandy Hook till today's date over the past five or six years and see how many people died in that period of time. If we're going to throw out that number and that's using, you know, that's using the, the, what you always call me a fear monger, that's throwing that fear of Sandy Hook back up there and saying a thousand people have died since then when maybe last year, you know, from that date to that date, 1,500 people died for all I know. So I'd like to see that number also. Right, right. And, and you got to understand, we're looking at a gun deaths per 100,000. We're not looking at homicides per 100,000. 
Right, which know? is a big yeah, that's a big difference there too. So, so conversely, states with more guns are going to have more gun deaths. Again, it's it's analogous analogous to states with more cars are going to have more car accidents. Just by virtue of, you know, uh, let's just say, you know, uh, of course, a state with less guns is going to have less gun deaths just by just near, sheer, sheer numbers because there's not as many guns. Well, then, that doesn't mean that there's not as many homicides. Right. Not as many murder. deaths or murders. Right. Exactly. Right. I agree. All right. Well, we can continue on with this conversation later. Uh, we will just. Hey, I, I, I just want you to know I'm, uh, I'm going to be sick next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I won't be coming in. I know. Uh, Dave will be up in New York. Make sure if you guys are up there, try to find him. Hang out with him. Do something with him. I know he'll be uh, digging. Make sure I get you Frank Castle's phone number before you leave. All right. Sounds good. Hey, are are you coming here next week? Uh, yeah, but because of the time change, I don't think we're going to stay overnight. All right. Just let me know because I'll, uh, I'll figure out a way to get you a key. Okay. Lexi figured that's what you were at the studio for, dropping a key there for us, <laughs> which might be an idea right. if we do need it. Right. That- that's exactly what I'm going to do. I just, I, I, I just, I got in my car and I was like, I got to go say goodbye. You know? <laughs> Even though they're not going anywhere, I just like, you know, the show that I grew to love for the last two years uh, is just is going away. It's going to be a different show. Yes, it is. You know? It's, it's going to be um, totally different, I think. Well, not totally different, but he's going to be adding some different content um, just because of the time slot that he's at. So I'm, I'm curious and excited to see what he does with it. Um, so... Everybody make sure, you, if you're a Radio I.O. listener and you don't know yet, uh, times have changed. Um, Bubba still do his thing. Uh, the unedited show will be 10 to 11. 11.30 is when Shannon starts live. From 11 to 11.30 will be replay like they did from 1.30 to 2 before. And then Ledge comes on at 2. He goes till 6. Ancillary shows. They're done at 8. We will. It's going to take us a couple weeks, probably a week or two at least. Um, we will be filling up that late night, weekday hour, uh, hours, should I say, from 8 o'clock on um, to make sure we got live content for you guys. And don't forget tomorrow, week in review, 7 o'clock, he will be on. He does have internet this week. He had a, no internet last week. That's why we had no show from him. And then the ladies' room, uh, hopefully we got everything corrected and they will be streaming here also. So uh, make sure you guys check out those shows. Um, Mallet Report on Tuesday. Rob Revere on Friday and uh, yeah, L R uh, L uh, shit. What's the name of his show? L W R S, right? Larry Larry Lawrence Ross L R W S. Yeah, L R W S. That's Lawrence's uh, Blind Lawrence's new show, seven o'clock on Fridays. And Salty's been doing shows left and right. Guys, just go to the website, check out the schedule. Um, we're definitely adding a lot more shows for you. Yeah, just call in and fuck with Salty because he likes that shit. Yeah, he does, definitely. He wants call-ins. As a matter of fact, Thursday nights, uh, 9 o'clock, he's doing the, what's it called? The 10-second tirade. And basically, <laughs> you call in, you get 10 seconds. If you grab their attention, you stay on. If you don't, you're done. So he's been having fun with that, and he's an interesting did you, character. Did you hear my 10-second uh, tirade? We didn't even get to your chemtrail stories tonight, damn it. Yeah, no, I just I just deleted the tabs. I just closed the tabs. But anyway, I actually I I produced it because I recorded it and then I cut it down so where it would fit into ten seconds. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job. All right, guys, we're gonna sign this bitch off. 
I thank you all for listening to the first 52 tonight on Raz Radio Live. I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing from Brad Friedman. I know some of you don't enjoy hearing from him, but you got to admit, he's got a good argument sometimes. You guys have a safe week. Make sure you check out the shows this week, tomorrow. And uh, remember, we love you. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be Definitely afraid not of wrong. mistakes. He's right. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world. Absolutely not. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. Absolutely not. With no time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination's fade He's absolutely not wrong He's, he's right With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO. Definitely not lost in the of the unknown. Please don't go. And I. Right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect it's an SOS, the death's been sent So now we just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show from a passing UFO Not wrong. He's, he's right. With the sunset.
set up behind us In the universe the mind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided through the beautiful The silent when the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown These don't Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast. Then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the Central Command Group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. 